Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10 day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At this point, the Cleveland Browns should just change their name to the Pack Rats. All they're doing is hoarding draft picks. They're not trying to win. They're not trying to get good players. They're just merely trying to acquire as many future assets as they possibly can. And the the dopey Browns fans are like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah. There's a bucket of ice water. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The beginning of the roster change period in the NFL. Free agency, much fanfare, a transaction palooza. In the NFL. And uh, a lot of players who aren't very good changing teams, uh, players just cashing in. Good for them. Might as well make as much as you can. Go for it. And uh, the move that had everyone buzzing. Everybody. I'm te- people that don't even know what a football looks like were buzzing. The Cleveland Browns acquiring Brock Osweiler. And they also got a... Uh, 2016 or 2018 uh, second round pick. That'd be something if they got a 2016 second round pick. They got a 2018 second round pick and a 2017 sixth round pick and some other fine print there. The Texans also threw in 
a 2017 fourth-round pick. So there's a lot of rounds. There's a lot of picks. And the chatter, the chatter is that Brock Osweiler will never play a down in Cleveland. Just the, the fact that he was acquired, even if it's only a temporary move, whether he ends up being outright released or traded, and that's what the spin is from the, the Cleveland Browns part of this, that's that's secondary, right? There's another dump. I don't believe that anyone will take him again. So let's let's put the kibosh on that. I think that's highly unlikely that Brock Osweiler will be traded again, uh, and that's fine. But I wanted to talk about this. Essentially, the Browns spent sixteen million dollars to get a second round pick. Right, sixteen million dollars, considering that Osweiler's not going to be around for long. And while many of the elite pigskin pundits, the guys that wear the makeup on TV and they have three cell phones and they know everything, they're much smarter than you and me, they know everything, Uh, they are fawning all over this, right? You heard, oh, what a savvy move by the Brownies. Now, I've kind of let you see my hand here. Like, we're playing a game of poker and you're, you're... You're looking over my shoulder. You know where I'm going with this. So how do I feel about the salary dump of Brock Osweiler? It is another, I'll use the word, desperate move by the Browns. And as a professor of sports talk radio, I would like to present the Maller report card on this trade. I'm going to give the Cleveland Browns a C-. minus. I'm going to give the Browns a C-. minus. The Houston Texans get an A+. plus. Plus, 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 plus. That's what the Texans get. And here's why. Right? Number one, this trade, a classic dumperoo. Right? All you needed was the dump truck. That's all you needed by the Houston Texans. The fact that Houston was able to find an accomplice is the stunning part of this, is the amazing, mind-boggling part of this trade. It's like calling every other team in the NFL and saying, I've got a bag of anthrax. Would you like it? But I'll give you an extra draft pick. It's unreal. The assumption had been what? You know what the assumption was if you care about this kind of stuff. Brock Osweiler's performance was so bad. How bad was it? It was so bad when you combine that with his salary. This is the ultimate white elephant. No one will touch it. He's the the fruit pie right at Christmas that you give as the gag gift and no one wants it. However, the old line applies here. My knee-jerk reaction, right, we tweeted this out. There's a sucker born every minute. And when you have a player that nobody wants, a guy so toxic he's deemed untouchable, you can't get near him. Not even with a 10-foot pole you can't get near a guy like this. Who are you going to call? The Cleveland Browns. That's who you call. Cleveland is putting, I would say, 99.9% of their focus. They have tunnel vision on the NFL draft. They have been compulsively hoarding draft picks. They make Danny Ainge in the NBA in Boston seem like an amateur when it comes to hoarding draft picks. The Cleveland Browns are at a whole new level. They now own eight picks in the first and second rounds alone of the next couple NFL drafts. Overall, if you look at the first three rounds, Cleveland now has 22 picks in the 2017 and 2018 amateur drafts. For the NFL. It is enough. If you are a draft geek, 
you are aroused right now just thinking about 22 picks in the first three rounds. Guess what? I'm not. Uh, I am not a, a draft geek and a draft nerd. Uh, it's never a good idea to put everything in that basket. It's not, especially in this case, considering the track record of blunders and bewildering moves of the Cleveland Browns. Now, I know the argument is, well, these are new people. Give them a chance, man. These are new executives in Cleveland. And they got that guy from the Moneyball, Dee Podesta, the old Dodgers GM, is now in Cleveland. Yeah, that's great. I'm so excited. Uh, and I, I got no skin in the game. I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan. Uh, I, clearly, I was for one year. I was voted by the listeners. It was a long year, uh, a couple years back. Uh, but, but anyway, here's the deal. Listen, having a lot of draft picks – it's kind of like going to an, you know, one of those old casinos where there's a bunch of old people playing Keno, and you get a bunch of Keno numbers. It means nothing unless you actually turn them into something of substance. It's easy to amass a ton of draft picks. The hard part is actually turning those into good players. And I am – I shouldn't be surprised at this point because this happens all the time. But I'm taken aback by how confident – how confident – the gullible Cleveland fan is that this is nirvana, that we've reached utopia for the Cleveland Browns. The NFL draft, as we have repeated the mantra, and we've got 17,000 more monologues about the draft coming up, about how it's the ultimate crapshoot, right? There was a study done a couple years ago, and I've referenced this from time to time. I haven't used it in a while, though, so maybe you forgot about it, that of the first-round picks, there was a 10-year study done a couple years back, 10-year study, and there is at least a 33% chance that your first-round pick will be a total bust. Not a partial bust, a total bust. 33% chance of failure. And they looked at the overall body of the draft, and they determined that your typical draft pick, the top few rounds of the draft, showed – that there is a 46% fail rate. 46% fail rate on draft picks. It's almost a flip of the coin. And yet, here we are, another big draft move, picks piling up for the Cleveland Browns. And they're going to draft a bunch of guys who were stars in college, most of them. And they will be given the endorsement by the pundits, and this guy's the next... Ray Lewis, and that guy's the next Aaron Hernandez, and that guy's the next Ray Rice, right? And they'll just go through the list, and they'll go on and on how great these guys are. Their perceived potential, remember, potential, uh, we, we don't need to go down that road. You know what, how I feel about that. And they'll eventually most of them will become failures, and they will then get run out of the NFL. The second thing here, from the Houston side of things, this is a win-win. It's an A++++++ because not only – do you wash your hands of Brock Osweiler, who I thought would be decent and sucked? Uh, they, they only had to give up a meaningless draft pick to the Browns to take the bait. That is a sucker move by the Cleveland Browns. And now the Texans, they can go hard after Tony Romo and, or some of the other available quarterbacks there. And draft picks are not as not nearly as important as many are led to believe. Uh, it is a renewable resource. Every year there's a new crop. Each team's allotted a certain number of picks every year. Uh, it's nice to have them, 
it, you know, it makes you feel good. You, you're selling some false hope to your fan base. It's great. The public buys into it. Uh, the, overall, the, the transactions, that was the one that got the most buzz. And the, the bottom line, real quick here, bottom line on this, and we will give out the number here in a minute. So, you, know, you want to yap at me and tell me how stupid I am. Uh, the bottom line, though, the same people who are celebrating and praising the Houston Texans are the same, or the uh, the Cleveland Browns, rather, are the same people that are are, are looking back a couple of years ago, the, the St. Louis Rams, right? Then in St. Louis, the Rams, remember when they got the mother load of draft picks from the Redskins in the RG3 trade? Oh, man, trade of the century. Trade of the century. What a brilliant move by the Rams front office. A bunch of boobs in Washington. Well, how'd that work out? None of the Ram draft picks turned out to be a star. Even a real impact player in the NFL. Did RG3 flop with Washington? Yes. The Redskins, though, were they okay? Yeah. They made the playoffs twice since they traded all those great draft picks, those great assets to the Rams for the rights to draft RG3. So they traded all those picks. They got RG3. He sucked. And they've made the playoffs twice since that trade went down. The Rams have not sniffed a playoff spot. They, they rarely even get close to 500. And so here we are. Here we are uh, analyzing all this nonsense here. But uh, Brock Osweiler, at the, he, you got to think he's on the condemned list. Like he's going to be, I would think, released. Uh, unless somebody like Jacksonville takes him. <laughs> That's the only other option. Uh, if I'm the Browns, I call Jacksonville. This guy was overwhelmed. Uh, he, he was given the keys to the kingdom in Houston, and it was a disaster. He just, just could not adjust his throwing motion. He was much too methodical and uh, choreographed the way he threw the ball, and it gave the defense, especially the secondary, a chance to close the gap. you got to get rid of the ball quicker or you're, you have no chance of succeeding. And he never did, and he never will. And I keep hearing that mantra from people back when the Texans got Brock Osweiler. There's never been a successful quarterback the size of Brock Osweiler. And there still hasn't. All right. Edmund Dallas Garcia is with us on the on the radio show. Sorry. Our last show of the week here. We've survived another week. I didn't know that we were going to survive another week, but we have survived another week yes, and I'm so yes, excited. Yes, we have. I am excited as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I had my goodbye note ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared, but uh, we didn't yeah. need it. So I'll file that one away. Well, uh, hopefully you won't need it for quite some time, but uh yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're all very happy to be here. It is exciting to be here. Yes. Uh, did you see the one of the great characters of the NFL got traded a few hours ago? The guy that doesn't believe in um is it mermaids? He believes in mermaids but not dinosaurs. William Hayes. Remember that guy, William Hayes, from the Rams? No? Vaguely, yes. You didn't watch Hard Knocks last year. I did not watch Hard Knocks. Yeah, because you didn't. Yeah. Well, William Hayes was the star. He believes in mermaids, but he does not believe in dinosaurs, and he is no longer an L.A. Ram. Uh, He has been traded to Dolphin Mike's Miami Dolphins. (laughs) One of our P1s. Uh, so uh, the, do- the dolphins uh, like to swim with the mermaids. Does he believe in dolphins? Does William Hayes believe that dolphins are real? Well, yes, they're going to be sending him checks. So and uh, it's po- yeah. it's possible that he believes dolphins are like a mythical creature, and it could be right. 
Well, you, yeah. with him, I, don't, I will not put anything past him. Well, Hayes was the oldest. He was the only player older than Sean McVay, the new coach of the Rams, and he's been traded. But the Rams signed some offensive linemen I've never heard of, and oh, he's, he's older. So, yeah. yeah. Big, big news, Eddie. Big news lots day of, in the lots NFL. Lots of big news today. Big Do you Greg. like the transaction? Do you enjoy the transaction? Do you get excited about the transaction? Uh, yes, yes, I, I enjoy the transaction. It's a fun time, the yeah, transaction. absolutely. There's nothing wrong with the transaction. It's a good thing, the transaction, yes? Absolutely. Gives uh, us something to talk about. Just about every team, except for my Steelers. They never do anything in free agency. Well, that's, what, all, that's all right. That's fine. You're fine with that? You sound a little bitter about that. No, no, I'm used to it. I'm used you, to it. It kind of sucks, though. It, I, at one point, uh, you know, I was like, "Why don't they ever do anything?" But they well, draft yeah. really well, and that's how they—that's well, yeah, how they usually get their players. Kept so. Landry Jones around, it's huge. Yeah. As a future Pro Bowl quarterback, Landry Jones, he kept him uh, on the I, cheap. I, I would disagree with that assessment of him. Yeah. Nice, solid. Mm. He got uh, not very. Solid. Got rid of Carlos Williams. Got rid of some dead weight. That's a big move for the Steelers. No, not really. No, that's all right. What else did they do? I don't know. <laughs> they, they they did what they usually do. Nothing else? Nothing as far as free agents. That's the list? That's, that's all? That's it. That's the list? All right, we'll take your phone calls. Danny G. Koopaloop are here. There's a nice smell of pizza in the studio. My friends Jason Smith and Mike Harmon had a pizza party, and I can't eat pizza. I'm on a low-carb diet, so I get to smell pizza for the next four hours. That's enjoyable. That's a, that's a good thing. Coop's head is, is popped up. Yeah. Coop's head uh, just yeah. popped up like uh, a Har- uh, <laughs> a groundhog out of the Har- hole. Harmon walked out cuddling the box of pizzas, so I don't think there's any pizza left. Unless you can track down Mike Harmon's car on the 405 freeway, you can probably find the pizza. So, anyway. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, That's the number, and I'm not going to give it out too much. I gave it out zero times the first three hours yesterday, but 877-996-6369. And uh, the the infamous – Eddie, you're going to love this. There's a mystery team for Colin Kaepernick. There's a mystery team. We'll reveal the mystery. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle by following Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I don't care. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's the manatee of insanity, Ben Maller. Is there a mystery team for the kneeling quarterback that used to play in Northern California, we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But as we yap the night away here, we're talking about the big trade, the Browns acquiring Brock Osweiler, whether it's temporary or not, from the Houston Texans in exchange uh, for a second-round pick. There's other draft picks involved. I think it's highway robbery by the Houston Texans. It's addition by subtraction. No one thought it was even possible to get a fool to take Brock Osweiler's contract, and then the Cleveland Browns stepped up and said, what about us? What about us? Uh, let us know what you think. You can call in 877-99 on Fox. Also, tweet away, and that's at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. So, uh, Majestic Maniac says, we were talking about pizza. He says, would you like, well, I just mentioned the smell of pizza, which I'm smelling here, which is like torture. I feel like I'm in a camp somewhere, and they're torturing me with the smell of pizza. Uh, Majestic Maniac says, uh, would you like me to send you another salad with extra ranch? No. Uh, that's a no. I don't, not, I, no. I don't want any part of that. I'd rather just suffer. Uh, Frank says, because uh, ranch dressing is the devil's blood. Uh, Frank says, Coop's reaction, even when someone utters the word pizza, and then he's got a, uh, a, a meme there of somebody just dancing away there, Coop's. Mm. 
That's you. And we're losing Sean. 12 years this Uh-oh. guy's been listening to the, the Ben Maller show and it's different versions. And he's moving to the day shift on Monday. Ooh. The dreaded day shift. But podcast, my yeah, man. He says he's going to be a P1 podcaster. <laughs> Woo! Now, I was thinking about the podcast, Eddie. I, I gotta, we got to crank the numbers up on the podcast. Now, we've done pretty good. We're now on iTunes and a bunch of other platforms I've never heard of. Stitcher. Uh, yes, yeah, Stitcher and Google Play. But uh, the iTunes thing, a lot of, that's the most popular. So I want to get the numbers up. Do I have to bribe people? Is that allowed? I know we can't do payola on the radio, but can I pay people to listen to the podcast? Is that allowed? Can no, I, do? I don't, I no. don't think so. That's illegal also? Well, Ben, I also yeah. want to mention that just because you're a P1 podcaster doesn't mean that you can't interact with the show. That's right. Because on a daily basis, you know, when I wake up sometime in the early afternoon, I'll check my Twitter feed and we'll, you know, I'll interact with some of the, the podcast listeners who are having a delayed reaction to what happened to, on the show the night yeah. before. I used to love when, when Wrong Button Bob was the producer because he... He just couldn't got he could not get the podcast up, and then I would just get hate mail all day from people. Uh, F you, screw you, you don't care about us. You know all these. It's like the guy the other day that freaked out because he couldn't get the podcast and was convinced that we were now he were done with. He couldn't hear the show anymore. And he said like a, a hissy fit. So just just relax. All right, let's uh, keep it going uh, to the phones we go and the belly of the beast, Chris. In Houston is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? What's up, Chris? Welcome. Talk to me. Oh, man, I just wanted to uh, give a little message to the people in Cleveland. Uh, I have some magic beans for sale. If you need any, just let me know. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I think Rick Smith, uh, the GM of the Texans, I think he went and had a talk with Daryl Morey and found out all you need is one fool. Because you remember back uh, a couple years ago when we uh, when the Rockets had signed uh, Jeremy Lin and uh, Omar Ashik to those big deals, they said, oh, no, you can't get rid of them. We found New Orleans. Houston got a knack for that, man. We got a knack. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you just have to find – yeah, you're right. That's it's, You got to have vision to see the bad teams, to see the suckers. That, that's what you do. And, and so uh, apparently you've got good vision in Houston, Houston sports teams. Just try to avoid signing. I guess the next step is to try to avoid signing players to terrible contracts. That would be like the next layer of that. Yes? Uh, Let's go to, let's see here. Where do we want to go? How about we go to Sean in Massachusetts who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Sean. Hey, what's up, Ben? Welcome. I I, I want to play a little devil's advocate here. You're going to be the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to be Bill Belichick. You're calling me up saying you want Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, hold on a second. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, yep, that's uh, fine. Hey, Bill, you there, Bill? I'm here. You smiling? Oh, I'm never smiling. Uh, uh, you on that? No, but, you, on, you on that boat? Of course. Seven be, rings. Shouldn't be on the boat. It's at night. You shouldn't be on the boat at night. It's not safe. Bad job by you. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's called. Yeah. It's called. It's named Seven Rings, but uh. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get to it, Bill. I'm the Cleveland Browns, Bill. I want Jimmy Garoppolo, Bill. Okay. Yeah. I want. The, I want the twelfth round pick. This year, all uh, right. You got the twelfth round pick done. I want the I want a second round pick next year. I want uh, Hayden. Who? You can have Jimmy uh, Hayden, oh, the Hayden. corner cornerback. Uh, uh, Joe Hayden. Uh, 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 yeah, sure. Yep, and then right. you can have Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. 
Uh, no, I'm not going to take that trade. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trade you the number one overall pick in the draft this year. I'm going to trade you the number one overall pick this year, and I'll trade you the number one pick next year. I might do that too, but hey, we got a trade. We got a trade. We just completed a trade. Coop, I just talked to one of Bill Belichick's representatives, uh, and he, uh, he we've we've worked out a trade. Sean, Sean, I consider you a representative of the New England Patriots, so we've just yep. we've just completed a trade, Sean. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd you, be great. You, I'd love two number ones for yeah, him. Yeah, but. you get two. You get this year's number one and next year's number one. I don't care. I've just got seventeen thousand draft picks. I'm the Cleveland Browns. What do I care? It's irrelevant <laughs> yeah, but, to me. I got every other draft pick I could possibly want. But you, but you mentioned Danny Ainge earlier, stocking up on all those uh, trades too. Yes, uh, on all, all the uh, draft picks. Well, I don't. I don't listen. The thing well, about I, the thing about Ainge is this Celtic team. You saw him beat the Warriors the other night. A wounded Warrior yep. team. But this team, with Cleveland also hurting, you know, th- that one big addition to the trade deadline would have propelled the Celtics past Cleveland. They didn't do it. And the f- I can't stand who's holding on to draft picks. It sucks. Yeah, what, I, what, what, I, what I always say around here is I'd take both Brooklyn picks and trade for Kyle Anthony Towns. The Celtics oh, well, need yeah. a big man. Minnesota's dumb enough to do that. Yes, of course you would make that trade. No question, yeah. Sean. All right. Tell everyone around you, Sean, to download our podcast, please. you got to tell them. Absolutely. You're the, uh, all right. you the best. I wish you uh, were on earlier. All right. So do I. All right. Thank you, Sean. All right. There you go. There's a Sean. Go to bed. All right. Uh, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll get to that mystery team around Colin Kaepernick. I think I'm a pretty good negotiator. Like, he wanted all those random things. I just gave him the number one pick. I said, let's get this, let's get this done. I'll give you the number one overall pick. I don't care. You're going to have it. All right, the mystery team for the protesting quarterback. We'll get to that. And the still for sale list is out. We'll get to that as well. All of it, 60 seconds, no long commercial break. But first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com and get a free rate quote. And now it's the underdog of monologues, Ben Maller. We got a slight problem. Remember that Remember that brouhaha with Deshaun Watson, the Clemson quarterback the other day who could be the first quarterback yes, drafted? Yes, with you and him, a yeah. Twitter war. Wow, well, it was very – it was bloody. It was bl- I pulled out my baseball bat. I had to. I had no choice. And I won. Uh, you know, he, he walked away. He deleted – anytime you delete the tweet, I've won. Right, if there's a tweet deleted and I'm not the one that did it, and you sent it to me and then you deleted it, I've won the battle. And so he he went his way, I went my way, and this is like a delayed reaction. But take a guess which one of our let's just say one of our muscle guys has has picked up the cause here against Deshaun Watson. Muscle guy, yeah. You say. Well, consider him one of the goons of the show. Every every good radio show needs a goon, a muscle guy to go out there and shake it up a little bit. Angry Bill? Not Angry Bill. Not Angry Bill. Coop, you want to take a shot at this? I know for a fact it's one of two people. Okay. It's either Blind Scott or Mark the Full Name Guy. Okay. And now, Danny G, who do you think it is? Could be Pete coming to your rescue. That's true. Pete has. He's been part of our muscle brigade. Uh, You got it right, Coop. It's Blind Scott. Yeah. Blind Scott is a ravenous piranha. And is... (laughs) Uh, he is going after he's just, a blind ravenous piranha. Yeah, yeah, he's, and the, <laughs> the cool thing about Blind Scott is like I'm, Deshaun Watson will see his name and think, well, you know, he's a blind guy. I got to be nice to him. He's good. You know, you you feel some like 
some empathy, right, for Blind Scott. And he, Blind Scott's like the most vicious, <laughs> vicious person uh, when it comes to these kind of things. And he's uh, he's Twitter bombing Blind Scott, our friend in Boston, is Twitter bombing Deshaun Watson, trying to get him to listen to the podcast. Uh, he says you can put the podcast on when you're on the can. <laughs> well, that is true. You can't. Uh, it's uh, just tremendous, just outstanding. Uh, Jacob is in San Diego on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jacob. Hey, what's going on, Ben? Well, I'm sitting in a rather dark studio, and I'm talking into a microphone, and um, there's a couple people in the other room. And then if you turn the corner and make a left. Man, that's depressing. Just stop. But no, man, I called up to defend the Browns, dude. I'm a, Actually, I'm in San Diego, but I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. There's no pro teams there, so I always rooted for Cleveland, unfortunately. So, well, they're not a pro know, team either. My team. That's not a pro team either. You could have picked a real pro team. I, I <laughs> no, bet you, point. I'm you, actually... you sound like a young guy. Your entire life, the Browns have sucked, yes? Yes. Yeah, all right. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I told my buddy the other day, I got him 10 more seasons, I'm going to give him a deadline, and if they don't make the playoffs in 10 more years, I'm just going to throw all the other teams in a hat and pick one, and then there you go. Well, that is a hard Because, man, I buy the shirts, right I waste money on them. It's that thing. Now, how, only, how Only 10 years? I want to know, how old are you? Like, I wanna, I'm want i curious, like, your age range. 24. Like, oh, yeah, 24. You, you're screwed. Like, I'm old. I remember the Browns making the playoffs. I'm like a dinosaur now. I remember the Browns in the playoffs, like, when they were relevant. They were in the AFC Championship game. I remember that. Oh, man. Yes. Stone yeah, Age. I, my grandfather's talked about that. That the, sounds fun. The but, games weren't um, even on television. They were only on radio back then. It was so the, long the ago. The endings were not fun, trust me. <laughs> Ask... Did, you, did your grandpa ever teach you about Ernest Biner, the legend of Ernest Biner? No, give me that. The fumble? Yeah. Oh, more, more. He, he screwed up. He botched two games for the Browns in the playoffs. Yeah, he was a disaster, oh, yeah. All right, so, so, Jacob, you're defending the Browns. Uh, you've called up to well, defend no. the Browns. You think this is wonderful. You love hoarding draft picks. You support hoarding. You are The Browns are hoarders, and you're supporting them. Well, yes, I hoard, I hoard stuff, the same stuff that Coop hoards. I like to hoard that. Um, Oh really? But, um, besides oh, that, doesn't that, yeah, doesn't uh, that go up? That goes up in sm- here, that goes yeah. up in smoke, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you work in a? Sh- that's good, but it's renewable resource, like the draft picks. That's a good point. Back in my back in my face. All right, very good. Yes, uh, I like that. That's good. Good listen. But no, I'm saying I do agree with you part ways. They, yeah. I mean, halfway. They do. They did make a bad decision in not getting enough back in compensation. But I think, hey, you have all this cap space. There's no good free agents out there to spend it on. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. My argument is this: draft picks are about a 50-50 proposition. There's a 46% fail rate on on higher draft picks. So, uh, if you get a veteran player, I'd rather spend 16 million dollars and sign. You could probably sign two or three guys for 16 million dollars, depending on who they are. I'd rather do that than just get another second round draft pick. Uh, To me, that you've already got enough. You don't need another one. You've got it. You've you've had your share. You're good for the next couple years. It's unneeded. So, but they, they've, uh, I just, they, I'd, like what your other caller was touching on, though, what they're going to do is turn those around and get another player. You'll see either Garoppolo or another. They're going to use those picks. All right, all right. That's what you're, you're assuming. They won't keep them off. You know what happens when you assume. It does not end yeah. well. It does not end well when you assume. Yeah, uh, since it's going to be another bad year. I'll call you guys back in like 10 years when I have to pick a new team and ask you what you think. All right. Uh, can't wait for that. I'm sure we'll still be here in 10 years. <laughs> we will not. We will, our careers will not improve at all. We'll still be here. All right, thank you, Jacob. There oh. he goes. All right. Oh, he had one more thing, but I hung up on him. Because one more thing is the curse of my career. Every time I do one more thing, it never works out well. But you can download the podcast. I recommend it.
at iHeartRadio. You can hear the live stream and in iTunes. Just type the Ben Maller Show in and subscribe. And as I always say, my boss doesn't like when I say this, but just download it. And, you know, even if you like, here's my advice. If you want to help the show out, even if you hate the podcast, I don't care. Download it. And then if you're like, you're charging your phone, you don't have your phone near you, like you're charging at the other side of the room, just start playing the podcast and walk away. I don't care. That's fine with me. I'm good to go, right? Are we all good with that? We're all good with that, yes? All right. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Do you hear about this? The mystery team for Colin Kaepernick. There's a lot of connecting of the dots. Where's Kaepernick going to go? Because we got to get him a team. It's very important that Colin Kaepernick, who sucked for two years, needs to get a job in the NFL. And the team... What is the mystery team for Colin Kaepernick? Well, the dots are being connected. The finger is being pointed at you if you are in Seattle. Colin Kaepernick, potentially a Seattle Seahawk? Why? Why would that make sense? Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, Number one, Colin Kaepernick needs a job. Uh, Number two, he's not going to find a starting job because he sucks and he's got a bad attitude. He's a douche. So he's not going to find a starting job. And number three, of all the teams in the NFL last year when Kaepernick was doing his little protest dance against the world, the one team that really had his back was Seattle. Right? They were all about it. Right? They had the silent protest. They were all about that. They had their own little uh, shindig in Seattle. So the locker room would accept him. The Seahawks need a backup quarterback. It's a divisional transactions because Kaepernick knows the NFC West, although he doesn't play well in it the last couple of years. He's pretty good against the Rams, I guess, but that's uh, that's about it. You buying Colin Kaepernick? Eddie Garcia, you buying Colin Kaepernick ends up in Seattle? Um, Possibly that's with no, Tra- just, Trayvon eh. Boykin. That's the backup. Like I said, they don't have a backup. Yeah, he's better than him. So sure. I don't know about that, but he's a bigger name and it'd be good because Kaepernick will never play because Russell Wilson he's got those nano bubbles he never gets hurt so uh, they'll just leave him out there he does get dinged up quite a bit yeah but he plays he, he does play yeah. he bitches about it but he plays you know he goes uh, he goes out there and he does his things all right that's uh, so the Ben Mather show on Fox we have the uh, the NBA pick'em coming up a little bit later in the hour, the NBA pick him, which is mildly popular. There's a bunch of big-name players that have not signed contracts yet. And I say big-name, that's a relative term. It's a relative term. It depends how big a football geek you are. Like, if you follow this intensely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know most of these names, but I have no life. I just I come in here every night. I talk about the same stuff every night. Uh, the, the names, the big names that remain, the, among the notable the notable free agents. Let's see if this gets Eddie. Any of these names get Eddie excited? Dante Hightower is available. The former not excited. About not that. excited about Dante Hightower, the Patriots. Uh, Eddie Lacy. We'll talk more about him later. Eddie Lacy. Does that excite you at all? Oh wait a minute. The, the linebacker for for the Patriots. Sorry. Yes. yes. No. No. That, he's a good player. You just I, said you weren't excited. I was about thinking it. of uh, the the running back. <laughs> okay. Hightower. Tim Hightower. Tim Hightower. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a different Hightower. Yes. 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 Well, all Hightowers are the same. Uh, Dante Hightower. So you are excited yes. about Dante? Yes. Hightower. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Eddie Lacy. Uh, no. Not excited. Adrian Peterson. And uh, no. No. Uh, who else? Uh, Poe from the Chiefs is available. You excited about him? Poe. Oh, Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe, the big fat defensive guy. Uh, excited. He's a good no. he, he could possibly help the team. Gets out. hurt a yeah. lot though. Yeah. He gets hurt a lot. Excited uh, is. I mean, excited is a guy that's going to be a yeah. You know, a difference maker. Uh, Terrell Pryor. Terrell mm, Pryor. Yeah. No. 
I'm not yeah, excited about can't him. Be too excited. Yeah. Danny's excited because he's going to go talk to the Raiders. Uh, Martellus Bennett. Again? He's going to go back yeah, to the Raiders? Yeah, well, he was a quarterback, wasn't he, last yes, time? He yes. played for the yeah, well, they asked him if he would, you know, try try for a tight end yeah. or a receiver position. He yeah. said no yeah. back then. He said no. He said, I'm going to play baseball for the Mets, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes and plays receiver for the Browns, and Raider fans are like, what's up with this dude? Uh, so Pryor's a possibility for the Raiders. And uh, Martellus Bennett. Would that Jones you up if Bennett came to your team? Would you be all excited, Eddie? I Bennett? wouldn't mind Martellus yeah. Bennett. Yeah, and yeah. He's, a, he's a good blocker too. He's a good blocking tight end. Yeah, but he was kind of like a secondary guy until last year. Right? He's got some cachet now because the Patriots won the Super Bowl. But he played on the Bears for a while, right? Didn't he play with the the uh, Cowboys and the Giants also? He's bounced around. Uh, Cowboys definitely, yes. I don't remember the Giants. No, I thought he had a stopover with the Giants. Maybe I made that up. And the great T.J. Long, Eddie. You excited about T.J. Long? Does that Who? do anything for you? Uh, who's T.J. Long? He's an NFL player. Okay. T.J. Never Long. heard of him. Yeah. Or T.J. Lang? Did I screw that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> Are you talking about Chris Long? Yeah. You combined the two. Well, I was close. I was in the right. You know, it's uh, one letter. Uh, it's all the same. I, all the, the If you look at the motto of this show, it's to be somewhat close so you can figure it out. You, <laughs> We're like the area play. It's like a riddle. Oh. You know, you it's it's a fun part of listening to the show, whether it's live or on the podcast, to see if you can decipher and decode what I'm saying, right? You, you're usually pretty close. All right, time. Uh, we've got the, the Who Am I game right now. Here it is, the Who Am I game. I am the player who has the highest career passer rating of any quarterback who has not won a Super Bowl. Again, I want you to listen very closely. Now, there's a minimum number of games played because, you know, there's a million quarterbacks. And if you played one game and you completed all your passes, who the hell cares? Uh, but, again, the, the player that has the highest career passer rating of any quarterback who has not won a Super Bowl, uh, and that's the Who Am I game. The answer next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination. Check out our page at facebook.com slash Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's... Hold on one second. The weeknight windbag. The drama. Ben Maller. The human emotion as Eddie tries to find the nickname list. All right, here's the Who Am I game. I am the player who has the highest career passer rating of any quarterback who has not won a Super Bowl. Minimum 3,000 attempts on this. Minimum 3,000 attempts. Mr. Nice Guy's going with Doug Henning as his answer. Uh, very funny. Dan Marino, guessed by William. Rich Gannon, thrown out by Dante the Egg. Cody says it's got to be Adam Sandler. Clearly. Uh, who else? Uh, Frank? Everyone in this room <laughs> is now dumber Frank's, for having listened to Frank's it. going with Achilles Smith. A lot of Dan Marino guesses. Uh, Danny White thrown out by Van. Chuck Long from Brad. Uh, let's see here. Finn Breezy going with Philip Rivers of the Chargers. All right, Eddie, do you have an answer? Is Eddie? it your boy Tony Romo? Tony Romo. Yeah, Romo! Tony Romo! He's so excited. And he can be yours. Tony's got the highest career passer rating, 97.1. Any QB that hasn't won the Super Bowl. Uh, he's third behind Aaron Rodgers and Brady all time. Those guys have won, of course. Romo's ahead of Steve Young and Peyton Manning on the list. They've won also. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's the NBA. Pick them. We got a fly, Coop. 
We're not, we're not much time. Who's got the first pick? Our daily fantasy. That would be Eddie Garcia. All right. All right go ahead, Eddie. James Harden. I would not have picked him number one. Danny G care. Radio. Carl Anthony Towns. Damn, that's the guy that I wanted. Screw you. Uh, I will go with John Wall. John Wall. Coop. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Such a typical pick. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler. The Butler did it. Butler's off the board. He's going to break out of his slump for the Warriors. Steph Curry, Danny G Radio. Isaiah Thomas. Eddie, back-to-back. DeMar DeRozan. You got him. And Paul George. Paul George. Danny, quickly. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. I'll go Andrew Wiggins. Coop. Draymond Green. Hey, we got it in this time. It's a miracle. (laughs) Amazing is what it is. Playing hardball the Patriot way. Jimmy Garoppolo in the crosshairs for many. In the NFL, we'll discuss and yet another conversation about a cousin, not my cousin, not your cousin, Kirk Cousins. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Back at it again, and we begin this hour yapping about all the nonsense that has happened in the NFL. In this case, though, something that has not yet happened. And one of the great things about this portion of the calendar when it comes to football stuff is you can pretty much throw anything you want on the radio, and it is somewhat passable. It's the silly season, right? It's in full effect. It's make-believe time, and some of that make-believe stuff actually happens. Take Jimmy Garoppolo's name, front and center. Now, Adam Schefter said last week, there is no way that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be traded. That's what he said. Have you heard the latest, though? Because the, the latest is that there are a lot of vultures out trying to get a piece of Tom Brady's cabana boy. They want to hang out with Jimmy Garoppolo. They want to have some fun with Garoppolo, and... Cleveland is said to be lusting about a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And I took a call last hour from a guy in Massachusetts who, you know, he was a surrogate of Bill Belichick. And we worked out a trade. We already worked out a trade. Uh, he wanted all these multiple draft picks and Joe Hayden. I said, you know, I'll just give you the number one pick. Uh, I would. And ironically, ironically, uh, that might be what it's going to take, right? If you believe the scuttlebutt, which is floating around now to get the 25-year-old gunslinger out of Foxborough because the word is that the the only way, the only way on God's green earth the Patriots will consider trading Garoppolo is for a freight train full of goodies, including the number one overall pick and other draft pick compensation as well. Uh, So I want to talk about this a little bit further, and I want to expand on what we were yapping about earlier. If you missed it, you can go back and hear the podcast, which is on iHeartRadio and now on iTunes. We're excited about that. Uh, but but let's, let's go through the, the whole exercise in speculation. right? We'll take it at face value. As we always say, we must couch everything and say it's at face value. Now, one of the gifts that I have here, I am an unpaid consultant for all 32 teams. I am a consultant for all the teams in the NFL, including the, the Browns and the Patriots. And my professional opinion is this. And I was kidding a little bit with the caller last hour, but now I'm going to get serious because this is sports talk radio. And we have to be very serious when we talk about this stuff. I I would absolutely trade the number one draft pick to get Jimmy Garoppolo. I would. I would do it. I wouldn't 
be upset about it. I wouldn't have any second thoughts about it. I would absolutely do it. And I'll tell you why. A, the Cleveland Browns need a quarterback. Check. He's a quarterback, and he's is he guaranteed to succeed? No. He's not guaranteed to succeed. Uh, neither is anyone in the draft or anyone else you were to acquire. There is about a, about a 35-pound weight that you have on your back when you wear the Browns helmet. It is dead weight, and you have to play, and it's very difficult to succeed when you've got that on your head. Uh, you know, Desperate times, as the old bumper sticker says, call for desperate measures. The Browns are a headless franchise. They have to find someone to guide them back from the abyss. And Garoppolo, even though he only played a couple of games, was really, really good. Now, the question you have to answer, was that a product of the system, right, the Belichick Patriot way, or was that a sign of a future star that just needs the opportunity to play all the time? Bill Belichick, uh, I I found this telling, and – My guys in Boston know where I'm going with this. But Bill Belichick, who rarely, rarely gives over-the-top praise for any of his players, in the case of Garoppolo, he fawned all over, all over Garoppolo. It was like he was giving him a shoulder rub. And it's very rare for Belichick to do that. When the sourpuss of coaches, when the sourpuss of coaches gives his endorsement, that's got to mean something. This is not your typical garden variety coach that just says every player is the greatest. Oh, he's so good. I like him. Oh, my God, he's amazing. No, Belichick doesn't do that. It's not how he operates. Uh, It's just not his style. And B, the other part of this here, the Browns have been hoarding draft picks, as we have documented here for several years. That is the easy part. The end game, what is the end game? There is no end game. You you know what it reminds me of? The Philadelphia 76ers. Trust the process. Right, the Sixers for years go out there. They keep getting draft pick after draft pick after draft pick. Trust the process. They still suck. Right, they, the Sixers win a couple of games and people get all excited. Right, They drafted a bunch of these can't-miss players and either they're not as good as advertised or they're hurt in, in Philadelphia in the NBA. I just crossed the streams there. Is what I, I crossed basketball and football. You're not supposed to do that. So it's Sports Radio 101, no-no. And I just did it. But uh, if you're not a basketball fan, just trust me on that. I'm not making that part up. Some stuff we make up, but that part I'm not making up. Uh, and so you, you've got to go for it, right? And, and the Browns don't know what they're doing. right? They don't know what they're doing. The magic trick is to turn those draft picks into good players, and that's where the Browns get screwed. Last year, you probably forgot, but at the NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns, take a guess how many receivers the Browns drafted. You got a guess? Let's see here. You, you, Danny's going with six. You're going, no, you, you went too high. You, you went too high. That's a bad job by you. It's only a seven-round draft. The Browns drafted four receivers, okay, which is fine, four receivers. Who's the player that they signed this offseason to add to their roster? A wide receiver. They signed Kenny Britt away from the Rams. So, no! so you drafted four receivers in the 2016 draft, and your first big free agent addition – the following year is another wide receiver? That's the Cleveland Browns? Yes, that is the Phi Beta Kappa move of the Cleveland Browns, unless it isn't. So, you know, all these people, oh, the, trust the, the Browns. They know they're going to figure this out. It's different now. right? And, and who cares? You trade the number one pick. There's no great quarterback in this draft. 
And the Patriots, if that's what it takes to get this guy to accelerate the revival of a dormant franchise in Ohio, then you do it. Now, I know it's easier to keep the 7,364 draft picks you've you've gotten, and you can pacify the fan base that just buys into this, right? Fans always will go for prospects. They love the young players. They get excited about youth in sports, and they think that this is the way to go. Everyone's been brainwashed that way. And I realize I'm going against the tide here, and it's very difficult to swim against the tide. Uh, and, And I was getting all kinds of blowback from these same Cleveland fans, you know, I'm starting to think that Stockholm Syndrome applies when it comes to the Cleveland Brown fan. Not all, maybe not you, but a lot of the Cleveland Brown fans. All these years, the Browns continue, continue to be the Three Stooges, and the fans defend it. It's like, no, no, give them a chance. It's different now. Uh, No, it is not. It is not different now. And... If, if Tom Brady, you know, we'll, we'll look at this. Well, the last thing here, if Tom Brady stays healthy, then Garoppolo's never going to play, right? If you're the Patriots, uh, I, I would say there's still a 60% chance that you're willing to trade Jimmy Garoppolo before the start of the NFL draft because common sense tells you that the longer Garoppolo doesn't play, out of sight, out of mind, right? The rust factor applies there, and if he is collecting dust and rust on the bench, he will no longer be worth a Brinks truck worth of draft picks or other goodies on the trade market. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we'll take some phone calls in a second. 877-99 on Fox. The Patriots were very active. They actually made some real transactions. They got Stephen Gilmore from the the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. He had been in Buffalo uh, recently. He got like $40 million in guaranteed money, a defensive back. That is an un-Belichickian move to give $40 million to a defensive back. And you know where that's leading, Eddie. You know where that's leading, right? You know, people who are trying to decode the mind of Belichick, they've already pinned what's going to happen now. You gave Gilmore $40 million guaranteed from Buffalo. You know what that means. What's that mean, Ben? That means that Malcolm Butler's days are numbered. The Super Bowl here, the man that broke the hearts of all the Seattle Seahawks fans, the 12s haven't recovered from that goal line pass by Russell with muscle that was picked off. The uh, Patriots, the word on the street, Eddie, they are shopping Malcolm Butler. They are. This is getting cranked up. And one of the hot rumors early in the day was Malcolm Butler to the Saints for Brandon Cooks. Would you make that trade? Would you trade Butler for Cooks? Hmm, Brandon Cooks, huh? Not mm, a fan. You don't seem excited about not, Brandon not Cooks. Not all that excited. No, excited. I, I would not make that trade, no. Yeah. Well, the, the argument Would you? Is, well, I wouldn't because I, I'll tell you, I wouldn't be excited about it. I'll tell you why. Because M- Malcolm Butler is a better player than Brandon Cooks. So you're not right. You're not getting you – know, now, now, the argument is that Cooks could be just much, so much better with the Patriots, but I don't know if I buy that because he's, he's playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees. How much better could he be with Tom Brady? They're both really good quarterbacks. Although Bledsoe – or Bledsoe – Brees uh, is a little slow. Slowing down a little bit last year. He had a couple games uh, – had a patch of games that were terrible uh, for, the, for the Saints. So, but that's the rumor that Malcolm Butler's being shopped. If I, if I was the, the Raiders – 
or the, any of the top teams in the AFC, I would absolutely try to get Malcolm Butler. But I would I would trade a draft pick. I wouldn't want to give up any any established players. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox, the Washington Redskins. This is <laughs> where do we start? I mean, there's just there's just so much. The Redskins have they finally fired their GM Scott McLuhan, who is apparently a raging alcoholic. Um, depending on depending on what you believe and you know who you get your information from. Uh, in fact, the GM of the Redskins himself, um, the, the whole alcohol angle is being played. That that is the reason. Right? The alcohol problems were the reason that the Redskins got rid of this guy. And will he be contacting Steve Sarkeesian's attorney? It's a good question. Right, well, he's going to get guaranteed money though. Didn't he sign a four-year contract? And he's only he's like in year two. So the Red, don't the Redskins you get have guaranteed to... money if you get fired for cause though? Yes, it's just like in radio. It's the same thing. <laughs> they pay you none, tons and tons of money. Well, the Redskins cited alcohol relapse as the reason. Right. So. That's the official explanation from the Redskins. And you, you had to figure that something was not right because he was at Whole Foods dressed like a Redskins ball boy this week. That's a troubling sign for, for McClellan. Well, going to Whole Foods is, is not a good idea. But I, I read this whole big story a couple Are of Are they a sponsor, by the way? No? No, no okay. they've got enough money. They overcharge for their food. They don't need us. Uh, so, no, but McClellan, I was reading a story a couple months ago. We talked about it that, he like never stopped drinking. Like he got, he lost other jobs in the NFL because of his alcohol stuff, and he never actually stopped. Like he just kind of cut back. Like he he was a functional. That doesn't, that doesn't work. Yeah, functional alcohol. I don't know. I, it worked for him. He got another job out of it. You know. Well, it, it works for a little <laughs> while, but it's not going to you know sustain you. Apparently uh, not. Uh, apparently, apparently not. So uh, there likely will be some lawsuits. I think you're right, Eddie. I think there will be some some litigation. If Dan Snyder does not pay him, because he'll he'll argue, and I think McLuhan's got a pretty good point. Like if he, if his argument is, hey, I never stopped drinking. The Redskins knew I never stopped drinking, and they hired me anyway. How can they fire me for drinking when I never stopped drinking? So it's on them, you know. It's, I'm not the guilty party mm, here. Interesting argument. Well, wouldn't that be your defense? I never no, stopped drinking. No, because everybody can drink, but when you start to abuse it and it affects your your job, then that's when there's a problem. Well, his argument would be it didn't affect my job. They just didn't like the. That. Well, you weren't showing up for the combine, so well, they apparently told, it did, right? Well, wasn't that more of like a suspension thing? They told him to go away. But there was a, a reason why well, that they, he had to do. He had to not be performing his his tasks. What if it was just that he wanted to sign Kirk Cousins to a long term contract, and Snyder said, "No, I don't want to sign him to a long term contract." What if it was just that? Then he would have cause. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Spam Maller's show on Fox uh, later on. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. That's right. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Well, we got a lot of jokes. I got like four pages of people submitting different jokes. We won't get to half those, but uh, we will have that uh, coming up later in the show. Also later this hour, Maller to the Third Degree. And now the oddest toothpaste story I have ever heard. Yes, we'll be talking about toothpaste on sports radio. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Friday! Friday! All right, uh, former Heisman winner from USC. He killed two people, cut their heads off. Oh, yeah. Carson Palmer. Uh, 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 what? 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 Carson Palmer. No! No, no you idiot! Uh, all right, Pat. 
The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. He's at UH Bronco Fan. I'm so wasted. And I'm live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's the pinnacle of cynical, Ben Maller. Just a follow-up to the Washington Redskins and their assault on GM Scott McLuhan, the former GM. There are now people rallying around Scott McLuhan saying that there is a, a hate campaign, that the Redskins are trying to take out their failures uh, with, with McLuhan on him. Like they are... <laughs> yes, that's exactly exactly what they're doing there. And, and there's all these stories being leaked about McLuhan being a functioning alcoholic and a, a drunkard and all this, just going on and on and on uh, about what actually happened behind closed doors with the Washington Redskins. Now, I bring that up because uh, th- there is a report I read that through Bruce Allen, the president of the Redskins, and Dan Snyder under the proverbial team bus, right, uh, claiming that both Allen and Snyder are well-known in the Washington, D.C. area as being what was described as social drinkers, social drinkers in the Washington, D.C. area, and also being pinned as accomplices to the downfall of Scott McLuhan, uh, and and that they they were complicit, right? Because they they when they let their steam go, they have a couple of a pops, which a lot of people do, but McLuhan, let's just say it's not good for him. And <laughs> considering his past, uh, and there was one report by a former writer uh, for the Washington Post, who's now at the Four Letter. That got a lot of attention, a lot of attention. Uh, And he he claimed here that Bruce Allen, this is from a former position coach, told the sports writer that Bruce Allen, the president of the Redskins, brushes his teeth with blank. What do you think he brushes his teeth with? Uh, Eddie, you want to take a guess? I love the, the blank game. I love filling in the blank. And you listening in your- Well, this could be anything. You listening in your car, I would like you to also come up with your answer- (laughs) Former, oh, there's a former so position. Many choices. I know. Former position coach uh, told a sports writer, a guy named Mike Wise is his name, uh, the sports writer that, that passed this on, that Bruce Allen brushes his teeth with blank. Eddie, what do you think he brushes his teeth with? Go ahead. He brushes his teeth with nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Now that would be a good. Uh, that'd be, uh, that's yeah, what I would do. I would, that would not uh, be bad. That that neutron bomb nacho cheese, which was never actually cheese at, at any point. All right, Danny G. Bruce Allen, president of the Redskins, brushes his teeth with blank. Moonshine. Moonshine. I like that. That's good. I like that. All right, Koopa Loop, what do you think here? Bruce Allen, president of the Redskins, according to this report, brushes his teeth with blank. Baking soda. Baking soda. All right, that's actually good that's for your teeth. a very sensible answer. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm being yeah. serious here. All right, uh, no. Uh, according to this, Bruce Allen, president of the Redskins, you got your answer? He brushes his teeth with, wait for it, wait for it, Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. 
clothes out of his bathroom sink. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just has a bottle near the near the sink, and you know, you put some on there, and uh, you're good to go. Yeah, that's great. And it's a the good thing about Coors Light is it's affordable, right? And it it doesn't fill you up too much. It's a light beer. That's that sounds like the perfect man for Genie and Medford, doesn't it? I don't know if Bruce Allen's married or not, but if Bruce Allen, if Bruce Allen's a single man, I, I've got the perfect woman for you. Oh, that isn't funny. What do you think Jeannie brushes her teeth with? Oh, what's blue ribbon? What are we? What are we looking at here? <laughs> what are they selling? Wild turkey. Wild turkey. Rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Well, she on Mondays it's bourbon. On Tuesdays it's whiskey. I think there might be some moonshine in there. I think Danny was right. I think there might be some moonshine uh, mixed in. That's uh, that's awesome. Not true, right? Bruce Allen doesn't actually brush his teeth with uh, with Coors Light. That's just a that's just a, a, it's a way. tall tale. Yes, it's a fun tale, though. It's a good. I like that. I brought it up on the radio, so I think that's pretty good. I would also like to address Daryl, uh, listener Daryl, who's he's a troll. Uh, Daryl's upset with me. He says you sound like a damn fool, Ben. He's referring to some things I said last hour. You're calling a Kaepernick a douche, and you have Twitter beefs with a college kid entering the draft. That's from from Daryl. All right, let me address each of those things, Daryl, because I would like to uh, clear the record. I, I, very, I value your opinion. Uh, first of all, if you look up the definition of a douche, uh, it is an obnoxious or contemptible person, typically a man. To me, Colin Kaepernick is both obnoxious and contemptible. So he fits the definition of a douche. That's what he is. Uh, now, maybe he'll change and he'll no longer be a douche, but that's what Kaepernick is. Uh, and as far as the brouhaha with the potential number one pick in the NFL draft, Deshaun Watson, um, that was that was his doing. I, all I said was a factually correct statement that he was playing the the woe is me card, right? The whole woe is me, you know, no one thought we could do it and all that stuff. No one believed in me, which is standard operating procedure. Rather than just own it and say, yes, that's what I'm doing, he tried to fight that. Deshaun Watson and used terrible grammar, uh, horrifically bad grammar, and then he deleted it. So I caught him in it and I reposted it. And that, how's that somehow you know, ripping a college kid? That's on him. Uh, that's completely on him on this. All right. So the Ben Maller show on Fox, uh, and we'll take some phone calls here in a second. Also, also Maller to the third degree. Some of the guesses the guys had for what was was being the teeth being brushed with. Uh, Daryl did respond to that. He said tequila, and our friend Jimmy went with peanut butter. <laughs> that would be an awkward experience. You're brushing your teeth with peanut butter. That's the that's. Would you do chunky peanut butter? Or you'd have to do the the smooth peanut butter. There's no way the chunky peanut butter <laughs> would work there. That would be a problem. Mallard of the third degree. We get to that. 60 seconds, no long commercial break. But first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now back to the big cheese of the radio tease. That was from Uncle Ern. It's Ben Maller. Uncle Ern? Who's Uncle Ern? Uncle Ern on Twitter. Oh. Hi, Uncle Ern. I don't remember when I was a kid. I don't remember having an Uncle Ern. I had an Uncle Harvey, an Uncle Merrill. Do you, do you remember the Great Kazoo? 
I do. That w- that's Uncle Ern's uh, avatar on Twitter. Oh, I love the great kazoo of Flintstone fame. Yeah, it's great. All right, uh, Ben Maller show on Fox. We've got Maller to the third degree coming up in a couple minutes right now to the phones. And Blair is in Southern California on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blair. I think he's, Uh-oh, I think he's sleeping. sleeping. Caller. Yeah, we got a sleeper. I thought I heard some breathing initially. That's good. He's alive. It doesn't work so well when they don't snore. He has no sleep apnea. It's not good for the radio. Yeah, that's good. Is that Hollering James? That's Hall of Fame yeah. snoring right there. I miss that guy, Hollering James. Although last time he called, it was a little scary. <laughs> so I don't know how much I miss him. But Hollering James was a big-time caller for this show for a long time. We need a new type Hollering James call. What happened to Hot Nuts? A guy uh, emails. I mean, people are emailing. What happened to Hot Nuts? He called for two weeks. He stopped calling. Did you chase away Hot Nuts, Eddie? I don't think so. You were a big fan of his work. We, we won uh, one of the games together. Yeah. I got an email. I was going through the email because I, I do the lame jokes. I put them together. A listener complained uh, we haven't heard from Real Talk this week. And he, he accused, he said, I've chased away another caller of the year. It's trash. <laughs> Too soon to say I've chased away Real Talk. Uh, probably busy. There's a big, big shot there in New York City. He's probably on Wall Street wheeling and dealing the stock market. Becoming very wealthy. Hot nuts. Hot nuts, I don't know. He's looking for helicopters in Houston is what he's doing. Low-flying helicopters in Houston. Are you there, Blair? Blair, wake up, Blair! Hmm. No, not there. We're up against the hard one here. Thank you. Uh, James is in Ohio on Fox Sports Radio. Then we get to the third degree. Hello, James. Hey, what's going on, Ben? Hey, Danny, Eddie, Coop, you guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Uh... I took the day off work tomorrow, so I'm up all night and thought I'd give you a call since I listen every day but can't call because i got to work. Uh, I'm a Browns fan. I don't know what to say about that, except uh, I just always got to have hope, and I hope that they are going to be doing the right thing with all these draft picks, and and maybe we'll have a better football season. And well, I, I have good news for you. I, I have exciting news yes. for you, James. Uh, yes. We are told here, and I can't confirm this. As you know, I cannot confirm this. But we are being told off the record that the Browns have so many draft picks that you are being considered as a seventh-round pick for the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. So I hope you are prepared to go to training camp and the off-season work because they have—they don't—they don't know which players to draft. They're even thinking about drafting fans, and your name did come <laughs> up, James, in the war room. They're considering drafting you. So. Well, that—that that would be awesome. I—I I could. Uh, I—I'd even take the league minimum. <laughs> oh, you'd say, which is like $500,000 or something like that. How generous yeah. of you. How generous of you to do that, James. Very kind of you. You are a, uh, you're a renaissance man. What position <laughs> what, what position would you play, James? Well, I, I'd like to think I'd try quarterback. At the, at the uh, why not? They don't have a quarterback. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be the, a, the thirty the 30th starting quarterback since 99. Yeah, we'll get your name <laughs> on that famous jersey that goes all over the Internet with all the names on the back of it. It would be nice. We'll put your name on a yeah, piece of tape. Yeah, then I could get Johnny Manziel's number, and then I could stay up every night and call you, Ben. Absolutely, <laughs> man. I, hey, it goes without saying, when you play quarterback for the Browns, you better be a raging alcoholic. You have to be, right? <laughs> At least part of you has to be, right? 
Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, uh, James, uh, you're a good guy, James. Thank you, and uh, you listen. To, you listen to the podcast, right? Your podcast guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you number one in America. All right. Thank you. <laughs> tell, now tell all your friends, and remember, they don't actually if they hate the show, just tell them to download it anyway. Because we get credit yes, for that. Sir. We don't really care if you yeah, actually listen. And, yeah. and, and push play and walk away. Exactly. Push play. <laughs> Here, The advice is charge the phone, start the podcast, walk away, and then come back. And then by the time your phone's charged, if it's low, the podcast will have played all the way through. We get credit. You don't have to hear the show. We're both good. We're Hell both yeah. happy. Hell awesome. yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, thank, we'll all right. Thank you. There he goes, uh, yeah. James, who's the seventh-round p- uh, draft pick for the Browns. Big news here at Fox Sports Radio. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it here. It's Maller to the third degree. And for the final time this week, the Coupe de Loop. He's like a hound dog. He smells pizza. He smells food. He's got a really good sense of smell, Coupe. <laughs> Thanks. I've developed it. Uh, it seemed like uh, Chris Johnson had maybe found a career rebirth with the Arizona Cardinals in 2015. CJ! Before his uh, season ended early after 11 games. Then in 2016, Johnson only appeared in four games, rushing for 95 yards before suffering another injury. Now, Johnson is a free agent, and he had set up some goals for next season and the rest of his career. Johnson said that he wants to start, and if he can't do that, he wants to uh, at least contribute on a you know regular basis. Ultimately, Johnson would like to become only the 30th player in the league history to rush for 10,000 yards. Now, Ben, CJ2K is 463 yards away from that milestone. Do you think he'll be able to accomplish that feat? Yeah, I'll use the word unlikely. To describe this, I believe it's unlikely that this is going to happen, and let me walk you through why. A, Chris Johnson has that lethal combination of age, injury, and poor performance. That is the trifecta of damage to one's career. Uh, he, he turns 32, CJ, 2K, uh, turns 32 next NFL season. He was limited to four games. He had 25 carries in the Valley of the Sun last year for various reasons. There's a lot of wear and tear on the body. And then you add it all up, and it creates a rather unattractive portrait that you're trying to sell at the art auction. And B, C, J, 2K, he is going to have to fight tooth and nail just to get a training camp invite from someone. There's a shot you can get the you know last guy on a roster situation where you're like the third running back, but... You're not going to get the 2009 version. He's going to be the low man on the totem pole, which means he's insurance if he makes an NFL roster. And I think he gets invited to training camp. The way I read it, he gets invited to training camp, whether it's Seattle or somewhere else. But making a roster when there are going to be cheaper options, cheaper and younger options, that 500 yards is, I'll use the word, doubtful now. So it's not only unlikely, it's doubtful there's a less than 25% chance. Next, Mike Glennon. Who? The, the great Mike Glennon. Yes, the, the Mike draft, Glennon. <laughs> the draft of the Chicago Zoo. Uh, he, he is reportedly getting a deal from the Chicago Bears worth close to $15 million per season. God bless him. Yes. Now, when Aaron Rodgers signed a $110 million extension a little less than four years ago, it was the most lucrative extension in NFL history. Well, now heading into this season, Rodgers' cap number of $20.3 million is tied for seventh among quarterbacks. 
When asked if Glennon's deal should lead to discussions about his own contract, Rodgers replied, I think it has to. Ben, do you think the ever-expanding cap and the growing market for quarterbacks will seek, or will, and the growing market will cause quarterbacks to seek shorter-term contracts? Well said. I'm going to go with by no means. On that. I'm going to go by no means here. Number one, you have seen what Kirk Cousins has done, the temper tantrum in Washington he's had behind closed doors and his surrogates yelling at the media and feeding stories about how he's unhappy and he wants to trade. Cousins is going to end up, if he signs that franchise tender, with close to $50 million on two one-year franchise tag contracts. And yet, he's spitting fire. He's not happy. Right? He's trying to leave the Redskins, if you believe all these reports. And number two, I don't feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers negotiated the, the best possible deal he could at the time his contract was up. If the Packers want to do him a solid, that's up to them. I don't think they will, but that's their choice. But to answer your question, the market dictates the price of the contracts. all about timing, 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 timing. And because of the injury risk, I will argue that it is illogical if you're a quarterback to take a short-term deal and go from contract to contract because of the risk of injury, right? Contracts, if you go with a shorter contract, you, you get hurt, you don't get that next contract, that next big, huge contract. Now, some guys would be willing to do it, but the vast majority wouldn't. It's all about security and bonus money spread out over a number of years. Next! And when Kevin Durant went down, the idea that the Warriors couldn't get it done without him seemed ridiculous. They still have the same core that won them 73 games last season, right? Well, after their loss to the Celtics on Wednesday, it seems apparent that something just isn't right. And more than anything else, it seems that Steph Curry has not been able to return to MVP form, something that's obviously needed in KD's absence. Now, Ben, do you think that Durant being on the team this season has stunted Curry in a way? No, that's, that's far-fetched media gibberish is what that is. Here's the deal. First of all, it is possible that the NBA has finally figured out the cheat code to slow down Steph Curry. He was having out-of-body experiences in the Bay Area on a nightly basis. If you look at Steph Curry's shooting from the floor, from three-point range, they have both gone down, and it is trending down. I looked it up over the last three months, January, February, and we've only had a, a partial sample size in the month of March, but the numbers are down across the board for Steph Curry. He is getting worse as the season goes on, not getting better. And secondly, Kevin Durant is a convenient fall guy for Steph Curry, right, and for those that like Steph Curry. However, I am not buying this narrative. I'm not. It is, it is a work in progress at this point. Now, it is possible that Steph Curry was distracted by winning another MVP award the way the Warriors lost to Cleveland. And what if he didn't put the work in? What if he was out on speaking engagements and corporate sponsor gigs and all that and he didn't spend as much time in the gym and now he's paying the price? My conspiracy theory, my working theory on this, is the phantom injury. I'm going with the phantom injury here. That for months... And months, he's been playing hurt. And then at the end of the year, whenever the Warriors season ends, Steve Kerr and some other big shots for the Warriors 
will say, oh, no, he got hurt, you know, in December. We didn't say anything, but he's been hurt all year. He needs some kind of surgery. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner. <laughs> Time now for the Insta Trivia. And if you pay close attention, you should get this right away. If you pay close attention to everything I say, which I know is not true, you get about one out of every seven things I say. You, it goes through your head. Uh, here it is, though. Here's the Insta Trivia. Which active player has appeared in the most NFL games without making the postseason? For the active player that has appeared in the most NFL games without ever making a postseason. That's your Insta Trivia. The answer next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be a part of our revamping, post stories, and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's the Hazar of Hyperbole, Ben Maller. The Insta Trivia. We're looking for the name of the active player that has appeared in the most NFL games without making the postseason, without making the postseason. That is the question. What is the answer? And do you know it? If you know it, you can answer it right now. On Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. Carlos was the first one to get this right. It's a good job by him. Uh, who else do we have? Will went with Lamar Miller as his answer. Rich said Jimmy Superfly Snuka as the answer. Justin checks in with Gordon Lightfoot. Cody got it right. Who else? Blake Bortles guessed by Ronald. Let's see here. Nerd Christina went with Tony Romo. Very funny. Uh, Jay Cutler, guessed by our friend Ivanson. Edmund Dallas Garcia, what say you? Uh, I remember Takeo Spikes used to have the record for most games uh, played without to... winning a playoff game. Briefly part of the Fox Sports Radio family. Is that right? Yes. I very very that. briefly. Uh, I don't have an answer for you. You do not know. I don't uh, have an the, answer. the correct answer, uh, he just signed with the New York Giants, Brandon Marshall. Oh. All active players, Brandon Marshall, most games played without the postseason. How many games? 167 games for Brandon Marshall. Yay. Are the Giants a playoff team next year? <laughs> Not a lock, right? The Not Cowboys? Lock, no. Cowboys will be pretty good again next year. Uh, Redskins look like they're downgraded. The Eagles have been very active, though, picking up some good, potentially receivers, good receivers. Yeah. yeah, Alshon Jeffrey, if he keeps his head on straight. You figure he'll be pretty good. Uh, and so is Philly then, does Philly compete with the Giants? And that means the Giants aren't a playoff team. I kind of hope the streak continues because it's a fun streak. Uh, I'd like to see that. And the <laughs> other, you know who's second? Here's the, here's the one most people don't get. The one that's next closest to Brandon Marshall among active players that have missed the playoffs. Uh, that would be from the Cleveland Browns, Joe Thomas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Are they going to trade Joe Thomas, the Browns? I, they, they keep saying that his name's popping up. But... Yeah, I'm just going to continue to torture him <laughs> and make him wear that clown costume in Cleveland. Spinning the roulette wheel of running backs in the NFL. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, the vast. Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Our in-depth team coverage of the NFL start to free agency, the new league year. 
a transaction palooza in the NFL. And a, a reminder before we get going with the latest ranting and ravings of your lunatic overnight talk shows, uh, Sunday into Monday, a bracket buster Sunday. It's NCAA tournament madness. Are we allowed to say that? Uh, craziness? What's trademarked? I don't know. But we'll have some fun coming up next week. And like all great dopey radio shows, we will have a contest that you can be a part of. We'll tell you more about it next week. But we are going to have a pick'em contest. You have no chance of beating me. I am an expert at college basketball. I have a vote for the most coveted award in sport. It's not the Heisman Trophy. That's that's ancient. That's old. That's yesterday. It's not the MVP award in baseball or basketball or football. None of those things. Or hockey. The most relevant, most meaningful award in all of sport is the John R. Wooden Award. And I vote for that. And so I, I clearly am a better person than you. Clearly, and I know more than you. So I am going to win unless I'm not. Hey, uh, Toadstool. Uh, stop. All right. I'm just having some fun. I can't, why can't I be proud of myself? What's wrong with you? You got to hit that stupid buzzer every time you got to hit the damn buzzer. All right, well, let's do a belly whopper into the deep end here. Uh, we continue. I like to think we have Zabruder film coverage of the free agent signing period in the NFL or agreeing period. If you don't know what the Zabruder film is, you should just Google it. Just Google it. Uh, but let's focus in on the running backs. They don't get enough attention. You've got Eddie Lacy, Adrian Peterson, and Jamal Charles. Those are the big three that have my attention. And have you followed the latest on these three people? Adrian Peterson is getting treated like a fat guy at a bar. Uh, no interest. Uh, no late. The ladies are not showing him any interest. Very rude. Giving him the evil eye there. So Adrian Peterson getting the cold shoulder. And as far as we've been able to uncover from everything that I've tracked down here, our sources tell us, no one has even kicked the tires yet on Adrian Peterson. Now, Jamal Charles is drawing some interest, but it's mild interest. It's very tepid from the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's desperate to get some help at running back. The Seahawks also yapping about Eddie Lacy. He's on the radar. The big tubby running back later, the Green Bay Packers. The Packers could bring Eddie Lacy back, but the Seahawks, the Vikings, and also the Packers all in the mix there. Now, as a radio advisor to NFL franchises, uh, I would like to break this down because it's very simple to do here. I have a couple of thoughts. First of all, let's start with the rotund running back, Eddie Lacy. Now, we don't have to sugarcoat things. It's one of the benefits of being on late at night. We don't have to worry about that. Eddie Lacy has... What's the old line? He's got more red flags than uh, a China National Day Parade. I mean, there are red flags everywhere. He can't control his weight. He's got bad ankles. He's coming off ankle surgery. Not committed to football. This is a gigantic reclamation project. Other than that, other than that, what's not to like? Eddie Lacy for three or four games is really good. Really, really good. When he's focused, he's... Healthy, ready to go. He's a punishing, swashbuckling back in the NFL. It's like he's got uh, – he walks around with a machete, and he runs through the hole, and he's just swiping people right and left. Uh, and even with his many troubles of late for the Green Bay Packers, since he came to Green Bay, 
Eddie Lacy has averaged 2.1 yards after contact. That's sixth best in the NFL since he entered the league. So he's been able to, like a, a, a bowling ball, he's been able to bounce off. I guess bowling ball is bad analogy. How about, uh, how about I got ping, uh, ping uh, what am I thinking of here? Pinball, that's the game. When's the last time I played pinball? It's been years since I played pinball. But anyway, uh, he just bounces around Eddie Lacy, so he's able to get some extra yards. And he has to bounce around because Lacy's not going to run by anybody. Now, that being said, I would rather try to get the proverbial light bulb to go off uh, for Eddie Lacy than hope that you get a reawakening from Adrian Peterson. Like, the Vikings have an option here if they want. If they want to go hard, the Vikings can get Eddie Lacy. They can get Eddie Lacy in Minnesota, which uh, would certainly help the food industry in Minnesota and would annoy – would it annoy Packer fans? Now, you wouldn't be annoyed. Like if, you don't, if you don't like Adrian – if you don't like uh, Lacy, rather, maybe like a switch. What if Lacy ends up in Minnesota and Adrian Peterson ends up at Lambeau Field and uh, swap players through a weird free agent situation? But it's pretty obvious. If, if this is accurate, these lists that are out there of the running back interested teams, the Seahawks and the Vikings are they're, they're big on the Father Flanagan thing when it comes to running back. And, and the second part of this, Seattle is going overboard in their search for a running back. Not only are they interested in Eddie Lacy, but in addition, mentioned Jamal Charles, Latavius Murray has been mentioned, and C.J., Chris Johnson, those are all possibilities for Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And if I were to rank those guys on who you would want to have, who I would want to have, I would put Latavius Murray number one, and mainly because he's on the right side of 30. And uh, there's another guy. He's not a complete player. I mean, uh, Latavius Murray, there are plenty of rough spots. Uh, But... You know, there's still that belief that he can get to where these other guys were at one point. So I would put Latavius Murray number one. I would then put Jamal Charles number two. And he's only played a handful of games. I think he's played eight games in the last uh, three years or something like that. It's been bad. It's been really bad. Uh, he can't stay healthy. He's got bad knees. But other than that, he's fine. And then you got Eddie Lacy, who's... Someone who enjoys a good meal. I enjoy a good meal. He's got a bad ankle. Commitment issues. And last on that list would be CJ. Chris Johnson, he has regressed, not progressed. He's on the the wrong side of 30. He's got bad health. He's got all that going against him. Uh, So considering the Seahawks, they already have Thomas Rawls. And they have a couple other guys in the backfield. You would think they're just going to go veteran. Veteran. I mean, Latavius Murray... You believe he gets a decent contract. Not a great contract, but a decent contract. But if you get like a veteran just trying to hang on, that would be the way to go. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, let's play a fun game. Who got the best of it? Talking about wide receivers. Who's going to play better with their new team? The two big receiver moves in the NFL were what? Alshon Jeffrey goes to Philadelphia from the Chicago Bears. He's been hurt a lot. He got suspended for performance-enhancing drugs last year. He gets... A one-year contract. Turned down multiple year offers from the Vikings and other teams to play in Philadelphia as the man in Philly. And then Deshaun Watson, the former Eagle, the former Redskin, going down to Tampa 
The Buccaneers agree to terms with Deshaun Watson. He gets a three-year contract for a bunch of fake money and a bunch of guaranteed money as well. So, all right, let's break it down real quick. Who's going to do a better job with their respective team, Deshaun Watson or Alshon Jeffrey? First of all, Deshaun Watson is the better player. He's had a better career, Deshaun Watson, and he's one of the great deep threats in the NFL. However, in this particular case, Alshon Jeffrey is going to have the better season in Philadelphia, and I'll tell you why. Because Alshon Jeffrey, he's, he's, I think, 27, 27 or 28, and this is a bounce-back situation. This is a bounce-back situation. More importantly, though, the Philadelphia Eagles need a number one receiver. Alshon Jeffrey slides in to that number one spot on the depth chart as the playmaker. The, if, if you look at the, the Eagles offense, which was hit and miss last year, right? hit and miss in Philadelphia, Alshon Jeffrey steps up and becomes the man. The Eagles also went out and got Torrey Smith, who sucks. Uh, at least he sucked with the 49ers. So you got Carson Wentz under center. And if he's going to do anything in the passing game, most of it's going to go through Alshon Jeffrey. This was a desperation situation for the Eagles. They had a new level of stinkage at the wide receiver position last year. So, again, uh, I'm going to go with Alshon Jeffrey. I give him the edge over Deshaun Jackson in that scenario. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we yap the night away. Don't forget about the podcast. Available on iTunes. Download, download, download. Five stars. Eddie, what do we want, Eddie? What do we want? We want five stars. Five stars. stars. Five, five stars. stars. I was reading some of the Are reviews. you doing your Bill Belichick there? No yeah. days off? Five yeah, exactly. stars. Yeah, no days off, please. The podcast, you can listen to whenever you want and on demand. Uh, so on iTunes, you can do the reviews and stuff. But I, I was looking at some of the reviews, and they were really funny. Like, we have some really funny people that like the podcast that we're sending some hilarious messages. Can, and, can you give us an example? Well, of I don't one? have them in front of me here. but Just uh, the gist of it. Don't have to be very well, they were but... kind of mocking my nicknames. And, oh, that's uh, good. I like that. There yeah. was one guy that says he hates the show, but he, you know, he wanted to give me a good review anyway. I mean, there's stuff like that. It was, it was enjoyable. I got a kick out of the reviews. I was laughing at some of the things people were saying about the show. So I enjoyed that. I'm gonna pull a couple up right now. Right. Yeah. Well, Danny, we, we will were have reading the... them in the studio yesterday, yeah. and yeah. yeah, very witty, well written. Danny will now review the messages that we're getting on on iTunes. These are all five star reviews. All five. At some point, the people at iTunes are going to realize that this is a scam, and they're going to shut us down. But until then, keep sending the five star reviews. Just keep sending them in there. So, all right, uh, Ben Maller show on Fox, and while Danny is bringing that up. You can call us up at 877-99 on Fox and also hit us up on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the the festivities. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And later this hour, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. I am still getting lame jokes submitted. I just got a coop lame joke sent in by a friend of the show. So it's pretty cool. Here's a very well-written one. It says, Five stars, sports and sarcasm at its finest. Such an entertaining show. Hot sports takes, rarely, but they are there. (laughs) Best radio show during the primetime overnight hours. If you want game shows with a lot of whining or want to hear wacky and belligerent callers, look no further. Bill Miller is joined with his three awesome and memorable talents, Teddy Garcia, Coop to Scoop, and Donnie B. 
I just can't get enough of this show, dot, 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 unless I can. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then, of course, the, the whining part of that, he was referring to you, Eddie, when you whine during our game shows and you Wrong. have a hissy fit. No, I, I win. Uh, I win. You whine. I think that's actually true. I mean, you, you guys, again, this week you screwed me out of a, a metal situation. We don't need to go back down and revisit that. It's a new day, and we, we'll leave that in the past. No, our our program director declared yesterday that Ryan did indeed have a ferocious How comeback. About that? Yeah, the, well, boss that is, awesome. the boss has chimed the in. The program director what, 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 what of Fox I, Sports Radio. What if I told? In. What if I told you and he? Is, what Watch if, out now. What if I told you that he told me that I won? How about that? <laughs> what if I told when you I'd that maybe you won? We were face liar. <laughs> yeah, we were on the conference call and he uh, did I, not, he did not say, say that. that. He didn't listen. Yep. He didn't say you are making that no, up. I'm he not. never said that to us. We had a conference call. We got in trouble. You're calling our boss a liar. We got. I was on the did you hear it? I didn't hear it on the conference call. I was on, Eddie, Eddie I, tweet that out I, on the I, special I, Fox News radio. Big breaking news. Ben Maller has called our boss. Bye bye, everybody. Uh, see you later. I'm out of here. No, he didn't. I You're was fired. I listened when I'm in a meeting with management, okay? I have laser like focus i hang on every word the boss says okay this is the gospel from the top of the mountain down to the minions we are just peons and i listened to every word the boss says he did not say at any point ben you did not win not while you were on the conference it doesn't call. count oh it doesn't on. count it does they not hired count. us to somewhat control it, it, you. It counts to him. To control yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, a wild beast or something <laughs> like that? Look, ben, Pretty much. Our, our conference and, call, it was, it was supposed to be less than 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Our, our boss knew that if he mentioned the fact that Ryan got in the word in time, yeah. that he no, would have been on the phone it. with you, you arguing you, you for 35 I, I, minutes. You do not know that's true, number one. Number two, <laughs> I believe our boss has great integrity, a great character, and great morals. And he, if he listened to that, uh, then he would know that I won. Oh. So he, he, clearly he didn't listen accurately, or maybe his hearings he's got a hearing problem. I recommend a hearing aid uh, if that's the case. Uh, I won. Uh, that's it. I, I was. You didn't get it in. Your guy didn't get it in before the buzzer had sounded. By the way, go, go back to the Monday podcast, Monday into Tuesday, and you'll hear how Ben Maller got whooped. Uh, got screwed is the proper way to say that. Got scarooed would be how we say that. All right, again, 877-99 on Fox. We have lame jokes later in the hour. Big Ben's lame jokes. And is it going to be a case of buyer's remorse? We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Now the show's been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the charm circle by following Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you could follow our technical producer he plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the ben maller show his first name is danny last name mystery to most but you can follow him at danny g radio never go in against a sicilian and now live from the geico fox sports radio studios it's the mogul of mischief ben maller all right here's a question have you watched more conference tournament games this week or World Baseball Classic Games. What have you watched more of? Uh, I'll go first, and I have watched slightly more of conference tournaments. And uh, we have the World Baseball Classic on here quite a bit because there were games going on in Korea, so they were on live uh, early in the week. But I don't count that because I have 
locked in on the radio. I'm not distracted by all the TVs and all the bells and whistles and the radio station. I'm not. I I could be anywhere and do this show, and I could be in a broom closet somewhere and, and do the show. But, but what about you, Eddie? Have you watched more college basketball this week or World Baseball Classic? Well, um, I haven't really watched either. I mean, it's the wrong I, answer, I haven't Eddie. sat down. When I say watch them, <laughs> it's like sit down and really focus on them. Yeah. I have them on in the background uh-huh. and here at work, but I haven't really, you know, just sat down and focused on what's going on. Yeah. It's- I have a problem. Like when Gus Johnson's doing a game, uh, a college basketball game, like I, I have to watch. He could be doing a snail race, and I would be like, oh, that's pretty good. I'll check that out. I'll, I'll give him a few minutes to watch what he's doing there. And I like Bill Raftery a lot. Onions! The kiss! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lingerie! Uh, what about you, uh, Danny G? Plan to no power. I've been watching the World uh, Baseball Classic. So. World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Danny G uh, said World Baseball. What about you, Coop? College basketball, World Baseball Classic. None of the above. <laughs> Neither. Neither. You're watching on how to roll a bong, uh, how to how to roll a joint the proper way. Is that right? Oh, I'm watching uh, D'Angelo does... Russell throw down oh, 28 points oh. in a Lakers victory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Lakers are back. Wake up the echoes. Ben, they just, are back. Can we have five seconds? Just a moment. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> please. It's Friday. Brilliant. You kept calling Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Can we yeah. have five not that, of those not that seconds? Anyone noticed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that anyone noticed. Yeah. Not that my staff said, hey, stupid, knock it off. No. They, instead, this is like another example of the difference between the bad ass and going, the bad ass. I was going to, no, but no. my mic wasn't turned on. Well, no, no. Let me explain something. Danny G and Coop, the, their strategy is, hey, Ben's drowning. Let's not throw him a life preserver. Let's laugh at him as he sinks to the bottom of the ocean. And so I have Deshaun Watson on the head because I have his beef with Deshaun Watson. And so, so anytime I hear the name Deshaun, I immediately put Watson after it instead of Deshaun Jackson. And again, good producers would say, "Hey, you, you misspoke there. Why don't we correct that?" On this show, it's let's point ben, at Ben and laugh. Ben, I thought you were doing it on purpose. Remember what one of your first <laughs> oh, program directors taught you? <laughs> yes. That's You're right. so perfect <laughs> yeah. that you do things like that uh, on purpose. It's a good job, Danny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've told you're just, us you're that. just proving that we're not a recorded show. Exactly. I, I love the snickering of Danny G and Coop in the other room. Oh, he said it again. He said it again. <laughs> a typical Laker fans. Typical Laker fans, you guys. Yeah. All right. And I was going to take it easy on the Lakers. I was going to do it, but not anymore. What's so, wrong with your Clippers? Uh, Lakers are going to probate court. Probate court. That's where they look over wills. That's speaking of Speaking of typical ben i waited the entire show yeah. yesterday for you to bring it up because what's that what? the, the first bring time that what? i had somebody in the nfl book them score me some points and i brought it up early in the show yeah you said oh no i was i was gonna bring it up i was waiting yeah. on until later so, coop so you, you jumped list. the gun yeah but what what happened uh what happened yesterday I, I, in the fifth hour we covered that in hour number five, <laughs> oh, yes. we went over it. Yeah, no, you, you failed to— We talked to, about that, and we talked about Barcelona. You failed um, to mention that the Chiefs <laughs> yeah. tight end, Demetrius Harris, Who? arrested for marijuana possession. Oh, Who? that's nothing. Felony marijuana oh, possession. Please. He's an upstanding oh. citizen so, in Colorado. So, moving into second place in the NFL yeah. bookum, uh-huh. the Coupe de Loup. Coop, Coop, in your world, he should get a handshake. How are you getting points for that? <laughs> See, this is this was copious research, Danny. Copious research. Oh, you knew yeah. the uh, the marijuana laws in, in Kansas City. That's right. Yeah, very strict. No one smokes weed at all in Kansas City. That does not happen. 
unless it does. I also expect uh, David Perry of the Colts to be released to uh, vault me into first place ahead of Ben Maller. <laughs> That's all right. I've got several more arrests to look forward to, several more arrests, <laughs> because my strategy on the NFL book, uh, I'm in it to win it for the long haul. And I'm tanking for a uh, draft pick, apparently. The, to my, no, no Vikings have been arrested yet. Right? I don't think we've had a Viking arrested yet. The Vikings are good for at least one arrest. Ben, do, the Broncos should give me uh, did, at least like a DUI. Did you draft the Tampa Bay Bucks because Deshaun Watson might get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you happy? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I do have Tampa Bay on my. Uh, I'm aboard. I do have Tampa Bay. So if Deshaun Jackson gets in trouble, I'll be all right. So, again, uh, my new nickname for Koopa Loop and Danny G are the lifeguards of sports radio. And uh, they're the ones, when you're drowning, they'll throw a harpoon at you as you're drowning just to make sure that it's not that painful and just you die right away. That's the uh, that's the move by my staff there. I had the flop sweat going. I'm drowning, and these guys are snickering and laughing. And no, look, he said it again. He said it again. He said the wrong name again. <laughs> All right, we'll get to Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We'll do that. In 60 seconds, in the memory of Deshaun Watson, I'll do it all in 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com so you can get a free rate quote. And now, back to the grand goober of gab, Ben Maller. And we have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Coming up in a couple of minutes, all of the best one-liners, all of the best zingers coming your way. Brian writes in, says the show, uh, another nickname, he says, nickname number 42 could be Ben Maller, the Dalai Lama of Fox Sports Drama. I have a similar cultural impact as the Dalai Lama. I'm very, very much respected among the listeners, not the staff, the lifeguards that are my producers here, the worst lifeguards ever. Your kid's drowning and they're throwing bricks at your kid. All right, that's a, that's they cool. are who we thought yeah. they were. <laughs> of course, as I often say when I make a mistake, uh, which never happens, uh, I did that intentionally because usually I'm perfect. I, I bat a 1,000 with my Mallard monologues, and so when you're perfect, you don't get reaction. If you, want, if you ever get a radio show, if you want to be in radio, and there's a lot of young guys that want to do what I do, and I, I think that's great. Uh, it's, good radio is a dying art. It is. There's a lot of people that you know, have no business being on the radio that get on the radio because they're good at something else. But radio as itself is a dying art. And I love that there's some guys that want to do this. I think it's great, and I wish you the best of luck. But if you ever get a show like this, remember, if you want to know what kind of impact and what kind of audience you have, just completely botch a segment. Just make a bunch of mistakes intentionally like I did, and then that's, all of a sudden. That's exactly yeah. why we didn't say anything to you. We yeah. thought you were doing it on purpose. Well, of course I was. Yeah. Now in retrospect, now that I look back, I've now realized what was what was going on. Clearly that was what was going on. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Jeannie in Medford is on Fox Sports Radio. We've got Big Ben's lame jokes. Hello, Jeannie in Medford. Come on in, man. Oh, Ben. Knocks, knocks. Say, who's there? Hurry Who? up. We're waiting. Hold on a second. Je- Who? You're on the air, Jeannie. Knocks, knocks. No, it's knock, knock. It's not knocks, knocks. Uh, 
tell my joke before I get to the punchline? All right. Hold on. Jonas, Jonas. That's my job. Did you just say Jonas? Did he? Did he just... Jonas, not. What? Anyway, Bubby who? got a who? new toy today. Do you call Jonas Knox? Do you call Jonas? I don't Jonas? even know who he is. Oh. I know the name. All right. Very good. I'm sure he appreciates that. I don't so Bobby, memory. What? You sleep with Jonas Knox? What? No. I sleep with Bubby. You know, he's single, Jonas. If you want, I can set you up on a date if you'd like. No, I got a line outside the door. I don't know. Really? Wow. Well, no, but they're nice, and they know better. I understand. Uh, sure, yeah. All right, very good, Gina. We have lame jokes. You want to hear the lame jokes? Would that excite you? Would you be happy to hear well, the joke? Can I tell the first one? Well, you can tell. Yeah, we've got Sirius Sean that wants to tell one, too. But if you want to start out, you can tell a joke, and then we can have Sirius oh, Sean tell a joke. What's his name? Oh, hold on a second. Let me put you on with Sirius Sean. Single, honey? I don't know. Sirius Sean, are you a, a single man, Sirius Sean? I'm here, Ben. Are you a serious? He's very serious here. He doesn't want it to. Are you a single man, Sean? Yeah. You are. Well, Jeannie and Memphis, say no, hi. No, he laughed when he said yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's a little a little young for you, Jeannie. I think he might we be a little young. Share. Oh, Jeannie, please. How no, dare you? I mean, you? I have other friends. I'm sure you do, yes. Oh, wow. You are quite the woman, Jeannie. Look well, at you. I don't know why. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, why? Let, do it on purpose. Let's have a contest because we love contests on yeah, the radio. Yeah, let's do that. Right. I'm ready to play. Oh, wow. All right. No, well, no, you, play ball like baseball. Yeah, I, exactly. I knew you meant that. All right, Jeannie, will you please hey. stop? I'm talking. Jeannie, give the joke. Go ahead. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, wait, wait. I got it back. All right, stop. I play, the, play, the, play the open of the thing. Go ahead. Play, hit the button right there. Go ahead. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? <laughs> it's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. All right. Now now we're official, Jeannie. Hey, let's do it. And Sirius Sean. Now we're official. We're kicking off Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Now we've got listeners submitted jokes. I'll be reading the jokes, but we're going to start out with callers submitted jokes. We've got Jeannie and, as I mentioned, Sirius Sean. Jeannie's in Medford, Oregon. Jeannie, go first there, Jeannie. Go ahead. What did the guy on the railroad car say? To the woman on the other berth with the ironing board. Uh, Gene, that's much too long, Jeannie. I can't repeat that. I don't know. She said, but yeah, how am I going to get back? I think he had something long and hard. Wow. <laughs> that, that's not even funny. I agree. It's not funny. All right. All right. Uh, serious Sean. Go ahead. Serious Sean. All right, where do dogs go if they lose their tail? Where do dogs go if they lose their tail? I don't know, Sean. The retail store. (laughs) 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 All right, thank you, Sean. Uh, Batting leadoff again. Serious Sean. Much funnier than Jeannie and Medford, I think you'll agree. All right, let's do it. The way this works, I'll read the joke. Eddie will bounce it back to me. I'll give you the punchline. Danny G will play this if a joke is funny. You'll hear that. Bam, bam, bam. If it's not funny, you'll hear this. 
you know what to do, and every once in a while a joke could go either way, and then you'll hear this. Well, I'm married. My wife likes to dress up. She, what? All right, and uh, Koopa Loop is going to contribute some offensive jokes. Here we go. Surgeons, Eddie, removed 915 coins that were swallowed by a sea turtle. Yeah, I saw about that. Yeah, the uh, well, you saw that. You didn't yeah, saw about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doctors say things need to change. From Manny in New York, who sent that. Thank you, Manny. Uh, now that Adrian Peterson is a free agent, he was stunned by the lack of NFL interest, but several baseball teams are interested in any. Is that right? Yeah, they're looking for a switch hitter. <laughs> from Tony in New Jersey. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Well, sad news, Eddie. This is just in to Fox Sports Radio. Koopa Loop, this is his last night producing the Ben Maller Show. That is breaking news, yeah. yeah. Big news. Uh, the the good news, though, is that President Trump has appointed him the ambassador of Weedville. Did Andrew and Fremont come up with that joke? No. A very powerful figure in the state of Nevada sent that joke in. All right, the, the Nets have announced that they are going to have a thing called Biggie Night on Sunday, Eddie. Biggie Night. Yeah, they'll be honoring Sean Bradley. It's from uh, Steve in Hoboken who sent that. Thank you, Steve. All right, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes. He's a podcast listener. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. And here we go. What did the sticker say to the piece of paper? What did the sticker say to the piece of paper? I don't know, Ben. I'm going to stick you up. Terrible. Eddie, you just ripped a six-year-old child. That joke was written by a little guy in Beaver Dam. And he said that joke very proudly. He was told that joke was going to be said on the radio. And Danny booted. And you said that joke was terrible. I'm sorry. What about a six-year-old child? How dare you? What's wrong with you? Here's one from Dave in Sharonville, Ohio. Why don't people eat clocks? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Why don't people eat clocks? Because it would be too time-consuming. How old was that person that sent that in? Uh, I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. how old they were. Uh, they weren't six years old. Though. I think we're we're okay. Uh, do I want to read the one from Steve in Iowa? I don't know, uh, Steve. I'm going to pass on that this week. Uh, what's the uh, Laker coach Luke Walton's sleep number? What is the sleep number of Lakers head coach Luke yeah. Walton? I don't know, Ben. What is it? We're not sure, but we know it's below 500. Hello! <laughs> oh, hell, Bill Miller. <laughs> that was from Kurt. <laughs> Kurt from Earth. Uh, very funny, Kurt. Why did Coop de Loop want to be an environmentalist? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, why did Coop de Loop want to be an environmentalist? Because he heard they were having a green party. <laughs> he he, he has a green party every yeah, night. Exactly. Yes, he does. All right, Coop, what do you got? No, I, I, I'm, I'm going to hold gonna off wait. for now. All right, you're oh, going to wait. Come on. It's getting weak here. Uh, did you know that Bartolo Colon is a go. huge consumer of the podcast? He's a huge consumer of everything, from what I understand. Uh, he actually downloads the show off Pytunes. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt from Earth there. All right, uh, here's one from a guy in Boston. What, what do you call a fat psychic? I don't know, Ben. What do you call a fat psychic? A four-chin teller. Hmm. 
Well, two kayakers had a once-in-a-lifetime experience, Eddie, when a whale lifted their boat out of the water. Can you imagine that? Well, it could be once-in-a-lifetime because you get killed from that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Andy Reid said he had no idea the kayakers were above him. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Mike. Mike sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Well, there was a protest across the country known as a day without women. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, this week there was a big protest, yeah. a day without women. Uh, well, uh, Ben Maller, I guess this is awkward for me reading this this way, but it, it was written this way. Uh, ben Maller, a trailblazer in this area, Eddie, he had a day without women through his 20s and 30s. <laughs> <laughs> That's from George in Florida. That's not wrong, George. I'm very proud to say... I was Tebow before Tebow, but not by choice. Right? <laughs> not, by, not by choice. The, the female gender had decided. They had colluded. There was collusion among the ladies to stay away from Big Ben. All right, uh, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, Samsung has announced that a, they're going to release the, the new Galaxy 8, but it's been delayed, Eddie. Oh, really? Why is that? A spokesman for Samsung said the phones, they want to release them with Burning Man. I guess at the same time as Burning Man. That was Dale. Bad job by you, Dale. Shame on you. Big Ben's lame joke. So we only pause for the cause here, and we'll have more. The big finish. Uh, I, I'm really happy with the last couple of jokes. I think the last couple of jokes are really good. We'll get to those. We'll do it all. Coop's got his offensive jokes. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We'll get to all that. We'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio, but you can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's the emissary of embellishment, Ben Maller. And right back to it we go. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, the best jokes as submitted by you, the home listener. And we thank you for keeping the bit going. We had four pages of jokes. We're not going to get to most of them. But we thank you for sending your jokes in, and we'll keep it going. And you can send jokes in the future. Ben Maller Show, care of the Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Very simple to do. Did you hear about the report released that the Minnesota Vikings Stadium is killing? It's a killing field for birds, Eddie. Yes, I did hear about this. Yeah, it's been reported that Bartolo Colon was spotted in the Viking parking lot with a deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Hillbilly Mike. Uh, I've determined that when Cologne retires, Eddie, the bit's over. We're done with this. There's we'll none. find a new fat guy. Okay. Uh, did you hear the, about Donald Trump's ban on pre-shredded cheese, Eddie? Donald Trump's ban on pre-shredded cheese. I did not hear about this. Yeah, no. he wants to make America great again. Coop liked it, yeah. That's as long as Coop liked it. That's all that matters. What do you got, Coop? You ready for this big... Offensive joke? You want me to give some more jokes? Well, I've I've got uh, I've got two. I'm going to do a nerdy joke okay, first, which right. none of you will will get. Maybe Eddie. I'll get it. I'm cool. No, you won't. Uh, but then I've got my offensive joke. How many Sony and Microsoft fanboys does it take to turn on a light bulb? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. They won't go near the switch. <laughs> no, no, any, no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the good. Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. That's a good try. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. All right. Uh, I, I, I did not get it. Wh- what do you call a cheetah with sunglasses? A cheetah with sunglasses? Yeah. No, I don't know. What do you call that? A Cheeto. So Mark's joke was better than that one. Martin in Colorado. Uh, what's Rex Ryan's favorite children's movie? <laughs> I don't know. What is Rex Ryan's favorite children's movie? Happy Feet. Yeah. From uh, Martin in Aurora, Colorado. He says he's my daddy. 
Uh, a pizza delivery guy, this is also from Martin, a pizza delivery guy in Boston complained of being uh, yelled at and kicked out of a house while delivering a pizza. That doesn't sound good. Bill Belichick's not apologizing yet. He's not. <laughs> not a fan of that. Well, tap water at a town near Edmonton has turned bright pink, Eddie. You know I'm not a fan of uh, of water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it turns out it was actually just Bartolo Colon dreaming of pink lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all it was. All right, uh, Coop, you got anything else there? Coop? What do you got? What bounces and makes children sad? Why, I don't know. The checks that I write to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Can we dump that, Danny? Just, just, <laughs> let's just dump that. <laughs> well, you said it. Uh, I owe... Move on. Apparently uh, the answer is no. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> He's like, no, nope, uh, you're well, going to live with that one. Well, men accused of stealing 100,000 diapers from a charitable organization, oh, Eddie. It was Coop. Yeah. Uh, all these diapers, and they're still knee-deep in poop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the mobster who ate much, uh, so much that several items were added to the endangered species list? Big story. No, there. I yeah. did not hear about that. His name is Bartolo Capone. <laughs> sort of Adam in Maine. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, should we get the closer in right now? Ah, oh, so many good jokes we passed on. Uh, Tom Brady is selling vegan meals for seventy eight dollars yeah. per week, Eddie. Yeah, I know. Each meal plan comes with a Super Bowl. From <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Bender, the guy, the news guy, KFI. Sent that in. I'm going to save these other jokes for next week, though. These are good. I like them. The rest of the NFL world is locked in on a player that was supposed to be released on Thursday but wasn't. Tony Romo. It's all about Romo. It's all about Romo. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network Emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Back at it again this hour. It's a transaction palooza in the NFL. And no, I am not going to rant and rave about Jay Cutler. I'm not. Although he did send a sappy note to the Chicago Bears fans that uh, we will we will address. We're not going to ignore that. Uh, we will not ignore that. But we're going to start with Tony Romo because Tony Romo was supposed to be sent packing on Thursday. It did not happen. We had a flurry of trades. The Houston Texans even found uh, the biggest sucker in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns, to take the contract of Brock Osweiler. Even though he is likely not going to play for the Cleveland Browns, the Browns still are, are going to be punished by Roger Goodell they're going to have to wear the dunce cap and stand in the corner of the room during the second and third round of the NFL draft when they have a bounty, a big war chest filled with draft picks. But of all these moves that happen, all these moves, and, and Jake Cutler I mentioned getting released and Brock Osweiler traded and a bunch of free agents, mid-level free agents changing teams. Tony Romo, that domino has yet to fall. Right? Lots of erroneous reports. It's been all about erroneous reports it's creative writing 101 I, I used to run a rumor website back in the day and i loved this time of the year because it was it was um, the most amazing time 
because so much stuff was thrown around that wasn't true. Some of it was. A lot of it was just nonsense. The, the roller coaster ride of Tony Romo. Let's go on. It's it's like an old wooden coaster, a woody. Uh, it's, it's, it goes all over the place. You know, it's filled with exciting loops. There's some corkscrews, some cobra rolls. We got a little bit of everything on this Tony Romo roller coaster. And just to give you a snapshot of the past couple of weeks, uh, here's how it went in the world of Tony Romo. The Cowboys were going to trade Tony Romo. Uh, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. They're going to release him. They're going to release Romo. That's it. They're going to release him. Yeah, that's the ticket. They're going to release Tony Romo. Uh, no. no. Why don't we wait a second? You know what? Why don't we trade him? Lies, lies, and more damn rumors. So what's the latest? Well, again, Wednesday it was assumed that Romo would be released. And it was going to happen on Thursday. It's now Friday morning, and Tony Romo has yet to be released. Instead... Instead of releasing the greatest regular season quarterback in Cowboy history, Dallas is trying. They're searching high and low, turning over every rock, trying to find someone to trade a draft pick for Romo. They believe, whether it's true or not, might be a false thought, that they can get a late-round draft pick in exchange for Tony Romo. That would be the steal of the NFL offseason. So what would a Tony Romo trade mean in the hierarchy of the NFL? I have the answer. Uh, And I want to talk about this. The winner of the Romo sweepstakes. Now, there's two main players in this, the Broncos and the Texans. I have a feeling that there'll be a mystery team that will enter the fray that uh, throughout the day today, if you follow this closely on social media or here on Fox Sports Radio, our in-depth team coverage of the transaction Palooza, that you'll hear another team mention. I just have a feeling. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just just speculating. I don't have any inside information on this. I have a feeling that a third team will be thrown into the mix. But the two that are mainly talked about with Romo are the Broncos and the Texans. So if Romo goes to either one, they become a legitimate threat, legitimate threat to win the AFC. Yes, to win the AFC. And here's why. Let me spell it out for you. To begin with, Tony Romo has been resting up for the past couple of years. He is ready for a biblical resurgence. And all he needs is the opportunity, right? Opportunity, change of scenery, whatever you want to call it. You're going to get a top 10 gunslinger. This is a no-brainer, a no-brainer. Tony Romo has the highest quarterback rating. We talked about this earlier. Go back and hear it on the podcast. Highest quarterback rating all time. For any quarterback that has not won the Super Bowl, it's going to happen for Tony with a new team. When Tony Romo walks in to either the Broncos or the Texans locker room, it's like a jolt of caffeine. That's going to energize everybody on the roster. It's going to energize everybody on the roster. Tony Romo would be replacing either Brock Osweiler or Trevor Simeon in the you know, in the respective cities, Osweiler's obviously not going to come back to Houston. We know he's been traded. That job is open. And Trevor Simeon is the de facto starter in Denver. Think about this. Going from either one of those guys, Osweiler or Simeon, to Tony Romo, is kind of like you've been driving a, a Nissan Versa or a Chevy Spark, and all of a sudden I hand you the keys to a Maserati or a Bentley. That's what Romo is. Romo-sexual. That's what you're getting. You get both style, comfort, dependability in terms of talent, 
uh, and it's it's just going to be great. And for now, the, the, the Broncos, uh, they have Simeon and Paxton Lynch, and in Houston they have Tom Savage, and that's about it, at least as far as we've heard of, players we've heard of. Uh, now, in addition, the, the Broncos and Texans are in a very similar situation. Both have talented rosters. The Broncos are more talented. But both teams have a black hole at the quarterback position. It has been a wasteland, I think you'll agree. It's been a wasteland in Houston since that franchise came around. Expansion team not that long ago. It's been a while now, but they haven't had a lot at the quarterback position. And in Denver, the last year and a half, actually the last two years, they've used scotch tape and paper clips to put together the, the career of Peyton Manning at the end. They pushed his hospital bed across the finish line. Uh, thanks to the Geyer Clinic. Shout out Charlie Sly. Shout out the dark side. Uh, and so they've had unacceptable quarterback play for a couple of years because Simeon was like the 19th best quarterback in the NFL or 21st in the NFL last year. Playing for either the Broncos or the Texans, Tony Romo would be surrounded by more elite talent than he had when he was in his heyday with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Tony Romo had to carry those sorry-ass Cowboy teams year after year. And while Denver is a more talented team than Houston, Houston gets the benefit of being a slightly better situation. And I'll tell you why. Because of the division, the competition. You go to the Broncos in Denver, you've got to compete with a very good Raider team and a very good Kansas City Chiefs team. You go to... The Chiefs, the Texans division, rather, and the AFC South, you're competing with the Titans. Uh, they've got Malarkey as their coach. Jacksonville, which is a laughing stock now, even with Tom Coughlin, and the Colts with Jim Ursay and his pharmaceuticals. That's your competition. So from that standpoint, the, you know, it's an easier road to go to the Houston Texans. Uh, it is. I and mean, you go back and look at the salad days of Tony Romo's career and – he did not have the kind of talent either one of these teams had. Now, the last thing on this, Romo, he has said his goodbyes. Tony Romo has said his goodbyes to the Cowboy fans. Uh, it was a very bizarre thing. Now, as much as I enjoy Romo's performance on the field, it's a little too sappy, a little too cornball for my taste, uh, Tony Romo. Uh, with us. Now, we have the audio on this. Now, what I would like, do we have the sappy music? Can we play the sappy music underneath this? Because... Romo on Instagram posted a video, and he referenced a well-known musician during this. But just imagine, he's like in some kind of weight room. Uh, looks like he's sitting down. And we'll play some music just to give you the, the proper vibe. But this is how Romo does it. He said, Arrivederci to the Dallas Cowboy fans. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to uh, come and tell you it's been a crazy 48 hours here and me and my family felt the outpouring of support and love from all of you. It's been overwhelming, and uh, you know it doesn't go unnoticed. So I want to say thank you, and we have a lot to think about here going forward, but we'll see what happens. Till then, I'm just going to keep listening to Bob Dylan. Hey, enough. That's his wife, buddy. Just loves me unconditionally. Oh, that's love. A couple of lovebirds. Romo and the missus. Romosexual. <laughs> Now, while Houston would be the better situation, Edmund Dallas Garcia, personally, I would like to see Romo with the Broncos because then Koopa Loop and all the nasty and mean, mean spirited things that Koopa said about Tony Romo 
over the years. I've never said anything mean about Tony Romo. Not what the listeners tell me. Uh, and you will have to cheer for this guy. You're a Bronco suck-up, and you will have to support Tony Romo. So. Yeah, but that would mean that you and Coop would be... Yeah, we'd be doing side uh, by side. What are great. some of the terms you like to use? Giving each other sponge baths, <laughs> a little toe rub, you know. Yeah, yeah. and that doesn't that doesn't work with our show. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. It'd be more like these other big time daytime shows where everyone gets along, and it'd be great. It'd but be we are different. Remember, is that our slogan? Yeah, we are. We are different. We are different. We are different. We sleep during the day. We got called into the principal's office yesterday, by the way. We did. We got a little time out. We got a little bit of a scolding. We're going to share that? Well, no, not too much. Okay. Uh, there are limits to this, but uh, it's one of those things. When you get the call from the boss or the email saying, hey, we want to meet with you. Yeah, you, all of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just one La- of you. Last time that happened, uh, I didn't make it out with a job. You're I, fired. I, it was it. Uh, it was 09. It was January 20th of 09, the beginning of the Barack Obama presidency. I was... Looking forward to watching him be sworn in. I like politics and all that. It, unlike some other people who get all upset if, they, if their guy doesn't win. I didn't vote for Obama, but I was uh, happy that, you know, see the changing of the power and all that. I like that. And so anyway, I was looking forward to watching it, but I, you know, I didn't really watch it because I got fired that day. I lost my gig. Uh, but we, we survived. We're all, are you still here, Eddie? You're still here? Yes? I am here, yes. Danny's year, you're still gainfully employed. Check. Coop, are you still part of the payroll of the Premier Radio Networks and Fox Sports Radio. Yes? I hope so. Otherwise, okay. I'm not sure what I'm doing here. All right. We're all... We have survived. We are good. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. But all day yesterday before the meeting, I had in my head like a Rolodex going. I was like, how did we F up? What you did weren't I... sleeping? I was trying to figure out. I was, like, I was asleep. I, I was trying to figure out like... In my head, I'm like, what did I say? Did I say the thing that I shouldn't say? Ben was uh, downloading the podcast. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was like going crazy. I was like, well, maybe, you know, th- this microphone's like a loaded weapon, you know, and I, at any moment it could go off, you know, that's the thing about this. And, and if, you know, a little delicate person hears something they don't like and then they complain and it gets to the right person, you know, we're all gone. Everyone's gone. And so I, I try to think, I was like, Ben, I've done really boring radio the last couple weeks. I've done nothing interesting at all. There's no way I could get in trouble. You know, they, they always say that the best shows are the ones where you just kind of lose yourselves in the moment. You forget that there's a large audience. So I was thinking, I'm like, did we have a show where it was so good we totally forgot we were on the air? Yeah. Well, we were kind of kicking around some things, me and Danny G, and we, we came up. We thought that, you know, this could be a race, you know, that this was. <laughs> yeah. Possibly, I, did, I did not think that. You know, call us all together. You've got some good news. Show's yep. going well. The podcast numbers seem nah. to be going pretty good. You all got five-star reviews. Here's a couple bucks, a couple of coins. No? That'll be in the next meeting that we have. The next time we all get together, that'll be the, the meeting, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. No, it's going to happen. I'm confident. Everything's going well. I'm keep selling beds, Eddie. We're good. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's, that's all we got to do. That's all we have to do. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, of all the moves, Eddie, what's your favorite move that's happened in the NFL? The one you're most excited for in the NFL. The one I'm most excited yeah, for? Yeah. yeah. Um, boy. I know you're a Steeler fan, but it's not a Steeler yeah. move. It's you know, what, what gets you going? Well, I mean, I think it will be wherever Romo goes. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't yet. happened yet, no. So until that happens, it's got to be Robert Woods to the Rams, right? It's a big move. <laughs> Go-to receiver, uh, former USC guy out of Buffalo, yeah, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a new number number one receiver no, that, for the Rams. It's not my uh, most excited move. Uh, I'm excited. How about you're excited though. Also yeah. got Aaron Murray, quarterback Aaron Murray. Oh my! Yeah, 
What what third string uh, quarterback was he at? Where was he at? The, the where was he? At? Last I heard, he was in Kansas City, but I don't know. Yeah. Was he still in Kansas City last year? He got I got released no by idea. the Chiefs. I don't think he was on the Chiefs. He got released, I think, in September of last year. But uh, Aaron Great. Murray, yeah. yeah, it's a big pickup. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> All right, I'm going to lead my LA report with that. You should. Yeah. That's head. That's front front page information. Is what that is. Uh, clearly. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Later this hour, we've got Benny's Balderdash. And straight ahead for us, your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. And the Coop Scoop All right. on entertainment. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's the motor mouth of mayhem, Ben Maller. We'll have the Coop Scoop on entertainment coming up in a moment. Right now we go to Wisconsin, and who else but Sleazy Cheese is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Sleazy Cheese. Good evening, Big Ben. Good evening, yes. It is prime. Is it evening? Yes, or? it is evening. It's somewhere it is evening right now. Where holy we are. Moly. Yeah, holy Toledo is what you should say. Absolutely. It is evening right now. If you want to know where it is evening right now, let's see. Let me find a place in the in Beijing, it's six twenty three in the evening and people are eating dinner right now in Beijing. So Cheese? What's that? <laughs> yes. Uh and uh where uh, I can't read that one. Uh, Jakarta, it's 523. Big Ben. You want me to go on? I got more. No, 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 Big Ben. Yeah. You listen? You there? No, I stepped out. <laughs> Big Ben, what do Tony Romo's retirement and medical marijuana have in common? Uh, I don't know. They both require one one little hit. <laughs> you waited all night for that? You all, all night, all night. What do you call oh, 20 yeah. naked ladies crossing a stream? Uh, I, I don't know. Beaver Dam. <laughs> <laughs> you are you're higher than a kite tonight, man. You are Big good to bed. go. Yeah, you're good to go, Sleazy Cheese. That third team might be <laughs> Kansas City. Yeah, might. Yeah, sure. Now, yeah. if they trade Alex Smith yeah. and – get a fourth-round pick, and bring in Romo, they might be really good in the regular season. Oh, they said, though, they, the Chiefs said, we're not getting Tony Romo. It, what did you hear about Simeon going to the Jets, maybe, if they don't get Cutler? Uh, well, no, Simeon, the, the mention, I, I heard Buffalo, but that's off the table now because of uh, Taylor's going to stay. So, yeah, I mean, the Jets, if the Broncos get Romo, they're going to get rid of Simeon. You would think they would trade him. They don't need him. Well, he's not going to be I, – I don't see him in a cold-weather city. I mean, Houston's the best place for him. Don't you agree? Well, Houston's the easiest, pa- easiest path because the division sucks. The Broncos have to play good teams. The Raiders and Chiefs are good. There's no other good team in the division that Texans are in. Well, I mean, he's brittle, and if you, you put yeah. him in cold weather in, oh, in the please. playoffs – he's fine. He's, Tony Romo's going to come back better than ever. All right, I got to go. Thank you. You're boring me. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Doc Mike in Chicago. You got the doc. What do you say, Dick? Say, uh, you know, uh, this is the last time the Bears are ever going to hire a diabetic because the first adverse reaction to insulin is headaches. And this guy's trying to, try to do that. Plus, he, he I, when he got to Chicago with his contract, he, uh, 
couldn't stop drinking. He was at all the watering holes. Oh, you're talking about Jake Cutler. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to figure out who you were talking about. I don't know who you were talking about for a second. I was confused by that. Did you say you clearly were not touched by Jay Cutler's moving message? A very heartfelt message to the Chicago fans. It was, yeah, he sent it out there. He wanted to first thank the city of Chicago, the passionate fans. Memorable eight years. Yeah, after the diaper that he left that we have to clean up. (laughs) Yeah, he he even said, Doc, he said he grew up in Indiana rooting for the Bears. So it was an honor to wear the Bears uniform, his favorite childhood team. You know, I I rooted for the Bears, too. How come they didn't pick me as a quarterback? I'm not a diabetic. (laughs) All right, Doc, clearly against diabetes. Uh, very very helpful. All right, uh, the Coop Scoop on entertainment right now, and we bring in Coop uh, Loop. Now, be careful, Coop. It's it's prime time right now. Prime time in Sydney and New Zealand. It's almost nine thirty, so it's in prime time. All right, Ben. Well, I'm going to change format a little bit. I'm going to start with the silver screen instead of uh, television. It's actually eleven thirty in Auckland. Yeah, go ahead. Now, uh, I mentioned this last week, but I went and saw Logan in theaters, so I just wanted to give my uh, quick recap. This is the movie about Logan Ryan, who just signed with the Titans, right? Uh, that is incorrect. Okay. It, is, uh, it is about Wolverine. All right. And uh, it is the last movie which Hugh Jackman will be appearing as Wolverine in the X-Men series of movies. And uh, it was one of the better X-Men movies, I must say. And, I, and I'm glad that now superhero movies are going the rated R route or route. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, good tribute to me, a great homage to me. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Because uh, it is a lot more brutal. There was a lot of uh, gore and just awesome yeah. fight scene stuff and nudity. So Was there blood in the air everywhere? Yes. That heads is, heads were literally rolling. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Many, okay. m- multiple times throughout the movie, actually. Uh, coming out this weekend, uh, today actually, is Kong Skull Island. Uh, that one is PG-13, but it is a reboot of the whole, you know, King Kong Hey, do they still make G-movies? Uh, they don't, right? I don't think they do. I think it's PG's the lowest now. I, I'm sure it still exists, but I, I like nobody does it. I, I don't yeah, think- It's embarrassing. They're, you know they're like you... straight to video movies that, that are G-movies. Yeah. I don't uh, think they make them anymore. <laughs> yeah. was, was Dennis the Menace rated G? Your no, f- I think that was PG. Oh. Your fine piece of cinema. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right. Dennis Man strikes again, by the way, uh, Dan. Strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right, stupid. Yes. Uh, now, moving over to Netflix. No way. Uh, we're not going to – no comments on Kong Skull Island there? Was that it? Just the I, just well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see it. It's gotten good reviews, uh, so I, I will check it out, though. Um, right. and, and I'll get back to you on what I think. Uh, coming out uh, on Netflix today is the second season of the comedy series Love. Uh, it's a Judd Apto series. And uh, the first season was great. I think it's quirky, funny, cute, all those good things. So I'm definitely going to check out the second season that is available on Netflix, the entire season two. And uh, that is Coop Scoop on Entertainment. There it is, direct from Hollywood, the inside skinny. Even Nick in Denver's impressed, right? Nick, you're impressed with that, yeah? That was pretty good. Yeah. Coop usually does pretty pretty decent on that. Hey, just just real quick, I wanted to remind all of the Mallor militia of the beatdown that happened to Ben earlier this week. That that comeback was rivaled only by things like the Miracle on Ice and Super Bowl Fifty One. It's not true. You're lying. Yep. Oh, we didn't forget that. Believe me. That's why I've been smiling all week. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's almost surreal to be a part of history. Yeah. See. <laughs> 
The old Boston Garden Clock uh, timekeeper uh, is now working on our show. Apparently, yeah, it's good. Uh, like I, the old. I, I, remember, when I was a kid. I'd watch like uh, the Celtics who play in the playoffs. It always seemed they got that extra couple of seconds there. So, <laughs> that's our guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's a great excuse, Ben. That's a great excuse. No, it's not. It's not. not it's not an excuse if it's true and it's factual. That was. That was only. That was only a side piece to this call. Uh, I don't have a side that, piece. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I've 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 heard about the hot tub story many times when Ari or whatever that other dude's uh, name is. Yeah. Anyway, whatever the dude's <laughs> name is, yeah. No, I, I can't remember people's names that I meet. Let never heard of radio. I, I understand. But anyway, yeah. Brock Osweiler, sir. That is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the most garbage quarterback of all time to the factory of sadness. I hope they decide to sign him long term and lock this deal down. Yeah. I want to see that suffering forever until his career is nothing. All right. Uh, Schadenfreude? Uh, sure. All right. Now, a couple of things here. I assume you're a Bronco fan, yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, who offered Brock Osweiler $16 million a year? Oh, I know. Believe me. I know. Yeah. I didn't like him even when he was a rookie. In Elway, like we trust. In Elway, oh. we trust. If Osweiler hadn't held the grudge against the Broncos, he would have been the Broncos' problem right now. Yes, no, I, I, believe me, I know, and we wouldn't be unloading him and we'd be trying to give him another year, which comes to my next point. We should be keeping Trevor Simeon and actually give him another year. No, 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 that's stupid. No, that's dumb. If, if we're worried, Don't be why, stupid. Why stop? Why stop? Why stop? He had a pretty decent first year. No, he did not. He, he did not? No. He didn't? He, no, got, he, did he got nine wins behind a trash offensive line, still managed to pit up some points. There were so many drop balls. Like, did you did you watch the whole season, Ben? Did you uh, watch the whole Broncos season? I'm an expert, of course. I watch everything. I see here. I'm omnipresent. I I know everything that's going on. Trevor Simeon, he was bad late in games, uh, bad in the red zone. His execution in the red zone was terrible. We'll leave it there, Nick, because we have a hard network clock. Benny's Balderdash. We're gonna play Balderdash. If you would like to be part of that, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We'll play Balderdash in sixty seconds. No long commercial break. But first, let's find out what's trending. The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And now back to the underdog of monologues, Ben Maller. We have Balderdash coming up in a moment. I know, Doc, you're excited about that, right, Balderdash? You're... Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, there's no – I don't think any diabetics are going to be in it, so I don't think you're, <laughs> I think you're okay, Doc. Everything good, Doc? You're back from uh, your world travels? Yes, you're in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, oh, you know why I called? My best student in uh, a little town called Cross Plains, Wisconsin, is yeah. having surgery, and she's had some and she's having some more. I want your multi-million-dollar audience just say a little prayer for her as she pulls through this thing. All right, we'll send some good vibes, Doc. We'll send some good vibes for sure. Uh, and now we'll send some bad vibes to Angry Bill is what we're going to do. Hello, Angry Bill. What about a nine-year-old girl? How you doing, guys? If I, if I was any better, I'd be a Jag, but not a Jacksonville Jag because they stink. I just want to let your fan, fans know I ordered that uh, Brady meal plan the other day. It was fantastic. So I called the next day, and I... I ordered again, and uh, I said to them, what do you got for dessert? And they said, well, we got a Giselle pie for $5,000. I 
<laughs> an idiot. And he immediately does the ultimate old guy move. Angry Bill does the ultimate old guy move. What is the ultimate old guy move? You tell the joke, and then you immediately crank the radio up to hear yourself on the radio. Are you happy, Angry Bill? Are you happy? Yeah, there you go. You danced. You said the joke. You got it on the air. <laughs> and now. It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! All right, let's do it. It's Balderdash by Anthony in Anaheim and his annoying girlfriend that hates our show. What, 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 what? <laughs> now, I just want to uh, point out, Ben, I, yeah, did, yes. I, I did have to change one of the categories okay. on Anthony's board. Because he did an entire hockey category. Ooh. What? Yeah. You Whoa. changed it? Yeah, of course I changed it. Whoa. What do you mean, of course you changed it? What, do you want to hear our two contestants just silence for an entire category? <laughs> I don't I don't downgrade our contestants like you do, Coop. I think they're smart and they could handle it. <laughs> Coop is a realist, all right? Coop understands. They would have got the $200 question and then that would have been it. Coop's seen the podcast numbers. No one listens in Canada. He's seen that, the that numbers. Is, that is we ridiculous. We have no listeners in Canada. Not true. That's we not true, Ben. Our... We, have, we have 27. <laughs> we have 27 <laughs> downloads. <laughs> We've got 27 <laughs> downloads in Canada, I'm, Eddie. I'm telling the truth. That Eddie. is not. A, <laughs> yes. 27 listeners in the entire country of Canada. Wait, we have a country called uh, the United States that has a, a ton of oh, hockey stop. teams in the it. The Canadian people hate our show. We, who cares? I care. We've got three times as many teams in the United States. I have sucked. We've been on the radio in Vancouver and in uh, you know Ottawa and other places for a long time. Winnipeg and Edmonton, and no, no love at all from our friends in Canada. All right, let's uh, let's get to this right now. Here we go. Let's welcome in our defending champion is John the Pie Guy. What's going on, man? John, I'm getting close to taking a break from the diet, so I'm going to need some banana cream pie. At some point, hey, that yeah. that sounds pretty good right now to, uh, to me. So yeah, uh, yeah it does. You just, yeah. Uh, you just let me know. Uh, Danny G's like, get him up here, Ben. Get him yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, hold on a sec, John the Pie Guy. And who else do we have? We have, I assume, line three. Yes. All right, uh, Emery in Houston. Hello, Emery. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Welcome, Emery. You're a big hockey guy, right? And no, no, not at all. You're a big fan of that NHL team you have in Houston, yeah? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Great. They haven't lost a game yet. Pretty good. No, they're yeah, yeah. haven't given up a goal. Haven't blown a draft <laughs> pick. There's a lot of good things that the NHL team in Houston. Yeah. Their nickname, yeah. no one's offended by their nickname, no one's offended by their mascot. Their uniforms are pretty good. It's like they're invisible. Uh Emery, you're uh, <laughs> apparently tired Move of my along. shtick. Uh what do you do for a living, Emery? I'm a truck driver. Oh, you're a truck driver. Uh, local or do you go outside the the greater Houston area? Uh, local. Local. Okay, I got you. Very cool. Uh, very good. Oh, hold on a sec, Emery of Emery and John the Pie Guy, and you can play in your car, where ninety nine percent of people are. If you're at work listening, or wherever you might be, if you're an Uber driver taking a guy to the airport, like Patrick is taking Ryan to the airport to LAX, you can play the car version or the uber version all right uh here we go gentlemen emery and john the pie guy the categories are pimp hand strong it's uh, not written by me everyone in this category has been arrested for hitting a woman well that's how dare you uh category two is romosexual 
And Category 3 is Alumni Association. Okay, John the Pie Guy, our champion of the world. Where do you want to go, John? There's a golden ticket on the line. I, th- I think we had an Alumni Association uh, category category before. But, uh, yeah, we have had it. Uh, Coop likes to read that. He likes to write that one when he's going to scramble to write a uh, category. Uh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's new <laughs> stuff, John. It's not the same same athletes. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll go right. that one. You sound completely high to the world. All right, let's do it. Here we go, John the Pie Guy. Uh, and Emery, your name is your buzzer, gentlemen. You each get one lifeline, and you can use either Eddie Garcia. You can use uh, Danny G. You can't use Coop because he wrote some of these questions. You can use Doc Mike if you want as a lifeline. You can use Doc Mike <laughs> as a lifeline. So. Uh, Doc, are you Doc? You good with being a lifeline, Doc? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, he's laughing. He's good to go. I suggest uh, only if it's before like 1980. Stop. All right, uh, alumni association for 200. <laughs> I'll name the athlete. You tell me their school. Your name is your buzzer, Carmelo Anthony. John. Emory. John. Syracuse. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Emory answered also, but no, it was uh, John. John got it right. All right, uh, D'Angelo Russell. John. John. Ohio State. Correct. Alumni Association, I name the athlete. You tell me their school on Balderdash. Tony Romo. Emory. Emory. Northern Illinois. Oh, no. Oh, Eastern Illinois. Wow. John. (laughs) Yeah, John. Eastern Illinois. Oh, that is a shit. Are we are we are we assigning him the points? Did he he get the six hundred? There's a lesson we've got to teach Emory. So I'm going to give John the Pie Guy those points. There's a we got to teach Emory. You can't be shouting out the answer when you get it. You just gave him the points. All right, let's keep it going. uh, Alumni Association. Your name is your buzzer. I'll name the the athlete. You tell me the school. Tony Gonzalez, the former Chiefs and Falcons tight end. Tony Gonzalez. Anybody? Yeah, no one remembers this one. All right. I know the high school. Uh, Eddie. Eddie. Cal. Cal Berkeley. Yeah, that's right. Cal Berkeley. All right. Uh, Alumni Association for $1,000. I'll name the athlete. You tell me their school. Brandon Marshall. Emory. Emory. USF. Oh, uh, no. No. John. John. Lifeline. Okay, John, where do you want to go? Uh, Edmund Dallas Garcia. Okay, Edmund Dallas Garcia. Central Florida. You want to go with that, John? Yeah, that's uh, Central Florida. All right, let's uh, keep it going here. Pimp Hand Strong is the category. Everyone in this category has been arrested for hitting a woman. $200. This former Raven knocked his wife out cold in the elevator. Emery. Emery. Ray Rice. Yeah, bam. Uh, $400. His former NBA point guard and current coach of the Milwaukee Bucks was arrested. John. John. Jason Kidd. Got it. Uh, assaulting his ex-wife in 2001. $600. This Sooner running back in a video had a video. Emory. Emory. Mixon, uh, Dixon. Mixon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to give, give it to him. I want to give it to him. I like it. Just on the Dixon alone, I want to give it to him. It's, uh, it's Joe Mixon. We'll give it to you. 600 bucks. He was a big Dixon for doing that. Hello, yeah. All right, $800. This former wide receiver got married in 2012. 
And just 38 days later, he was arrested for headbutting his wife during an argument. He was later cut from the Dolphins on the TV show Hard Knocks. I'll give you guys a clue because I want to move on here. More known for playing with the Cincinnati Bengals. John. John. Uh, Chad Johnson. Yeah, that's right. And we'll close out the category with this for $1,000. Before he choked and then threw his girlfriend all over the house, this former defensive end used to call himself the Kraken. Now Emery. He, Emery. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Uh, Feels like you're on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> lifeline, lifeline. All right, where do you want to go here? You got Danny G, and we've got Doc Mike. <laughs> Oh, please, Doc Mike. Let's go with uh, Danny G. Oh, all right, <laughs> Danny move. G. Most recently with the Cowboys, Greg Hardy. Yes. Greg Hardy, Thank that's you. right. That's all right, very good. Let's pause here. Coop, do we have enough for final balderdash? Nope. Oh, all right. Uh, Emory, you're like the really close guy, but you, you were like, you were so close <laughs> yeah. to South Ed. Florida, Central I mean, Florida. You were like just off. You're like me yeah. doing a monologue. You're just almost there. <laughs> and you you know, you were, I, I feel your pain. I do. I feel your pain. Uh, all right. Thank you, Emory. You're a good guy. I'll thank have you. you on again in a couple weeks. John uh, the Pie Guy, you're the winner. I got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. All right, there he goes. Good job by you, John. We will cowboy up on the Ben Maller Show, or will we? We'll find out. We'll do it next. Our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be part of our revamping post stories and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's back to the nattering nabob of negativity, Ben Maller. It's getting real now, Eddie. A fake Instagram post for Jimmy Garoppolo announcing his goodbye from the Patriots, and a lot of people got duped. A lot of people got duped this morning. This just happened within the last uh, last couple of hours here. Uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo, he apparently is not even on Instagram, but about 4 in the morning, about 4 in the morning uh, Eastern time, so a few hours ago, there was a post that popped up where Garoppolo was saying his goodbyes to the Patriots and the Patriot fans, and it was not true. It was not true. Everyone stand down. Everyone, Cowboy and Windsor, calm down. He's not been traded yet, but it's time for Cowboy's Corner. Okay, on Friday, uh, March 10th, uh, 2017, um, see, Chuck Norris is 77 today. Uh, Robin Thicke is 40 uh, today. uh, And, um, okay, Pistons, uh, break up the Pistons and Tigers. How about some uh, spring training pitching? My wife's and friends who were also, over did uh, not consume enough of the Billy meat. Billy Mantle, the son of Mickey uh, Mantle, died speaking, on right? March 11, 1994, of a heart attack in uh, some uh, uh, I love the poorly and, educated. Uh, on uh, Sunday, um, let's see, uh, Jimmy Wynn will be 75. Page uh, two. Daryl Strawberry will be 55. Barbie was bang bang yesterday. Chicken and shrimp. Thank you, people. Next week, bye. There you go. You just beat cowboy up. You bludgeon cowboy. I mean, what's wrong with you? Let, him, let the man speak. That is a complete load of crap. That's that's the whole point of Cowboy's Corner. Well, you know, a little word in edgewise every once in a while. I heard, I heard every word he said. Yeah, I don't know about. Daryl Strawberry, yeah, Mickey Mantle's son died. Jimmy <laughs> Wynn. Right. My favorite is when Cowboy talks about like his junior high school teacher. I love that. 
I, I look forward to those moments. Uh, outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. It's been a good week. Outkick the coverage, Clay Travis. Thank you for that. Coming up right now, I think, yeah? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.